get back in the castle. Pull on tuck at these eyes want battle. They gon' eat shells, I'ma feed them ammo. Barrel got big knife, caught a bit Rambo. Pull another cup, baby, go ahead, smoke some weed. Hit that telegram, yeah, you know I got what you need. I love all my hoes, I ain't never been no. Let's go. Are we good? We in? We're in. We're totally in the frame. Yes, sir. <sighs> Mike, check. Oh, here you go. And I feel like I got to get away, get away. All okay. right. Okay. I won't do that again for another year. What's that? Mm -hmm. Oh. Be, be that unprepared. Hey, put your eye to this. Does that look like a decent shot? Perfect shot. No. But his eye usually sucks because he's got a discerning like, is that eye good? for and detail. Then, and then I no, it's really good. <laughs> it's sharp. And I got oh, it on. Oh, y'all don't trust me. No, I hate Beans being doesn't untrusted. trust anybody is yeah, what it is. I hate being untrusted. That's really good. That's what I <laughs> <laughs> And go! Yay! Let's go! Right. Just one request. Don't make this podcast about me at all. Okay. <laughs> don't mention me. Don't introduce me. But I'm happy to be on it. No, I, right. I fucking... I love that because um, sometimes we... I mean, all the time we get into just fucking talking. That's... that's right. Yeah, and, those are the and best Some podcasts. people, I feel like they're like... Hey, no. you brought me here. No, no. And I was, like, I was being a little sarcastic, but also yeah. I definitely hate it when it's like, who's your biggest influence? Like, yeah. it's like, all right. We, yeah. Like, I want to talk about the, the fucking real shit. Yeah, me know. too. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like people dying on cruise ships, bro. Dude. I'm Dude. Happy so to share. What a fucking fact that was. <laughs> I didn't mean to scare you. On average, how, one person dies on every cruise? I would guess that. I would, oh, okay. On, uh, uh, no, I mean. Because like, he sees them all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would say, I would, yeah, I make sure to visit the morgue daily and uh, see who the fresh And if are. one hasn't died, I take care of the business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's never violent deaths. Always just old people running out. And he can't even be classified as a serial killer because he's just doing one of fucking shit. <laughs> I can't be traced because everything's covered in other people's fingerprints. So yeah, the DNA from the last 6,000 people that stayed in that room are in there. I think I'm going to get away with it. Okay. She's going to watch our reality. Yeah, I feel like that that's a TV show right there. Like the cruise ship murderer or something. Dude, I always wanted a cruise ship zombie apocalypse. If you had oh, nowhere shit. to go. Oh, oh, wouldn't that be no. a great... I love zombie movies, but yeah, if you... Well, yeah, but that'd be it too. Yeah. You just have to pick your battles. Cruise you of barricade the barricade your there place you into some certain areas, but I think it'd be fun. Why? Well, it's, well, it's almost a, one a year. An average of 200 deaths occur on cruise ships every year. Oh, that's not anywhere near what I thought. I guess I've just had bad luck. Almost one. <laughs> but you saw two in one at one time? Three. Three? Roll past me. Roll yeah, past yeah, 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 yeah. It was like a two week long cruise and a lot of people in their 70s and 80s oh, kind of go on cruise ships. So. On their way out anyway. Precisely. Yeah, I've been, I've been in the middle of a comedy show and they have a uh, code alpha announcement over the entire ship, over uh -huh. the loudspeakers. So like I'm mid-joke. And they're just like, code alpha, code alpha, oh, no. fourth floor, room 411, fourth floor, room 411. And everybody on the ship knows someone's died. That's a medical emergency. <laughs> that was totally not my fault. <laughs> code alpha. Code alpha. <laughs> code alpha. <laughs> All right, there we go. So code alpha means somebody died. Yeah, or yeah. does it mean an old person died? 
No, no, it just means uh, me- medical emergency, but usually uh, code alpha is exclusively for when they're sending up like the full paramedic unit and like a having, crash cart and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something serious has happened if a code alpha is getting called and like a, oh, a code Oscar, someone goes overboard, overboard Oscar. Yeah. There's oh, a oh, Oscar's overboard. Yeah. Uh, so, and you've heard that? Yeah. Yeah. I was on a ship where, where oh, a dude God. jumped. Um, and they were able to get him, which is very oh, rare. Oh, shit. It's very rare. Yeah. Uh, but they dropped him off at the next port <clears throat> and kicked him and his luggage off and said, good luck to you. Like, Oh, they didn't arrest him? No. Oh, because he jumped off? Yeah, he jumped off willingly. He was just trying to impress his friends. Oh. Like some college dude. Like that one kid yeah, that, that did that and exactly didn't right. get found. And did yeah. not get found. Exactly. Damn. It's wild out there. Were you on that one? Where the kid no, jumped off? No, no, no. <laughs> that would have been that would have been cool. There's so many cruise ships you don't even know. They're like every port, there's like three other cruise lines parked at the same port. So this poor city of like uh, Ensenada, Mexico, or whatever is yeah. getting sixty thousand people just descended upon them all of the sudden, and the whole city is like, oh, they're gonna want chicles, they're gonna want sombreros. <laughs> I know it. They're gonna want chess sets yes. for sure. Yeah, and they do, and they do. I yeah. came here for chess sets. Do you have something different? Something new? <laughs> like that's how they reel you in. Something different. Something new. Something yeah. different. All right. So, do you get off at yeah. the port? Whoa, yeah, yeah. buddy! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course he is. He's a man. Yeah. Do you get off at the port. All my socks are starched. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, definitely. Especially the ones like we were talking about earlier uh, mm-hmm. with Graham Hancock. Yeah. Uh, any place, any port that I have where there's some ancient civilization, mm-hmm. I get off and see it just because. Hell yeah. Are, yeah. When else might it, will I be that close? Have you ever been to that? The, there's one that you could walk up, but they don't allow it anymore because Justin Bieber went there or some shit. It's holy ground now because Bieber was there? No, or? it caused a ruckus. Oh. But that was what it was supposed to be. But it turned out that somebody fell down the steps and died. Oh, what? Um, yeah. And they had to put a stop to it. So the but that was one where, no, it was um like one of the, the pyramids in South America or in Mexico or some shit. Um, Isn't that weird, right? But that was one where they did sacrifices of like thousands of people back in yeah. the day. So I'm like, it was one person fell down the fucking there was stairs. A, there was a clip where a woman walked mm-hmm. up those stairs and mm-hmm. walked down the stairs and it's roped off. You're not right. supposed to go there. Have you seen that clip yeah. where the, the whole crowd of people, they're like throwing water bottles at her. They're losing their fucking minds mm-hmm. over her. And uh, are you looking it up? Because she's going? Pooing lady, because uh, she's going up and down. Yeah, they just and she's she's acting. Yeah, she's act, she's acting like a total bitch. She is acting like a total bitch. Oh man, she's like it's a Karen. Yeah, totally. Though I love how pissed off people get. Fuck you. Uh, so she's not supposed to be up there. No, it's roped off. It, oh shit. It's amazing there weren't authorities grabbing her then because when she gets down, they take her. Fuck, she's going in. What if an ancient person just fucking walked out and revealed themselves after all this time just to throw her down the side? Shame, 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 shame. Getting her hair pulled. Damn, Cersei. For real. (laughs) Security didn't want to go get her. Street justice. Yeah. Bro, go back like two seconds. That okay. girl after she threw it. Look at that girl after she threw it. Oh no! Oh, the one that was smiling. Yeah, look. Yeah, yeah she got that. 
Yeah, she was thrilled. <laughs> yeah, I got that bitch. Got <laughs> like, how much better of a person does it make you, you right. know, to, to do that to somebody that did some fucked up shit? I don't know. It, doesn't, like, it doesn't make you better, but it's... It feels good? Yeah. <laughs> it feels good. I guess. It's like if somebody came and pissed in your refrigerator. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make you better that you knock them the fuck out, but it does... It offers yeah. instant relief. Yeah. I'm a firm believer. We we all came up at a time where you could learn a lesson from either getting whooped or whooping someone's yep. ass. Facts. And yeah. that that's not the case anymore. No. Like it just yeah yeah. It's all words. It's all keyboards. It's all or, or guns. I would always tell my older brother that when he's like, "I'm gonna fuck you up. I'm gonna fuck you. Up. All you're gonna teach me is I could take an ass whooping. Then I'm gonna keep talking shit afterwards. Like, <laughs> you're gonna Joe Pesci him. I'm gonna come back. Yeah, wow. <laughs> you may knock me up, but I wake up and my mouth still works. Um, have you ever been on a fight in a cruise ship? No, 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 no. Have you ever I, been on a fight? Period. Yeah, shitloads. Yeah, yeah. High, uh, junior high, high school. Fuck it. Elementary, junior high, high school, college. Shitloads. Who were you fighting? Wow. I wasn't. Elementary. I never started them. I never started a fight. I've never picked a fight ever. Yeah. Here's a simple rule. You do not have to respect me, but I will not take disrespect. Yeah. So I'm real quick, like corrective action. I'm mm. about it. So mm. it's, and it's not, I'm, this is not tough. This is not me acting like I know shit. Right. Uh, I wrestled, I boxed. So that just gives me a little bit of familiarity with my body and what yeah. most people can and can't do. And but the now confidence. someone your size with a little bit of BJJ training mm-hmm. would fucking pretzel me up and I'm crying. So I don't pick fights now. Even if I win a fight at my age, I will lose. I'm sore for like the next week and a half. It feels like someone kicked me out of a moving car on the freeway. So Damn. I think I've expired on on fighting people. But yeah, back in the day, it was like it was like like dudes grabbing girls' asses at clubs. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite thing to do. Kick if, his ass. If I if I ever saw it, I would go straight to the girl. Do you know that guy? And they'd be like, No, I don't know him. And I would walk up, get his attention, and knock him out. That was my favorite Damn. shit. Damn. So they never had grab ass Friday. Or what did y'all have? In, 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 <laughs> it was slap ass Fridays middle in middle school. Slap ass Friday. I didn't know you did time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he did do time. Yeah, I did do time. <laughs> tell. You're, you're a good judge of character. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he has a prison watch tower on his arm (laughs) that's hilarious but yeah we had slap ass friday and we would go to the girls and slap them in the ass damn you think you'd be able to crab walk out of prison crab walk out of prison yeah did you hear about that guy (laughs) no no you you hear about that guy (laughs) did you hear about the guy that crab walked out of prison dude he yeah like like two weeks ago hilarious Uh, in pennsylvania or virginia yeah, first video. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I remember. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, that's hilarious. My son they found him. Walks. Yeah. Okay, so they found him. Yeah. Uh, you know that murderer that was on the loose for a while? Is that him? That was him. That's him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did you hear Except that? Though. Did you hear that question in the press conference? Yes. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> were you afraid that he was going to team up with another gentleman? And another small gentleman. Under, yeah, another small gentleman <laughs> under a trench coat, uh, little rascal style. <laughs> and everybody was just dumped for two seconds. They're like, is that a real? No. And then they went back to the press conference. I'm like, we yes. have to see that part. It was a legit journalist asking. Is I don't know if it was a legit journalist. Little rascal But they were style. at a press conference asking legit journalist questions. Right after they caught him and they were having the press conference. We've caught the murderer. Do we have any questions? I've got one. Do you, were you afraid that he was going to team up with another smaller gentleman under a trench coat? Little rascal style. <laughs> oh, what the shit. <laughs> It's so. Sir, was there any concern that he would team up with another small man to step inside the trench coat, little rascal style? 
<laughs> like, are you fucking? No. Oh, All right. man. I want that time back. Yeah, and then he went on the run. He was in the woods. But how did he crab walk? Like straight up, like oh shit, we were just, gonna watch that part yeah. too, right? You know now. how you he used to right like here. like hop around your hallway when you were young? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I came along. Damn. Just Damn. Damn. Good job. The videos, lo- the ads, yeah. DHL like commercials, dick hugging lips. <laughs> but was he or like DSL that? too? Like. What? Did he crab walk like that with his pincers and everything? Sideways. Yeah. Dude, that's what my son does. <laughs> I'm out of here. I, I hate it, bro. <laughs> Why? Because he's, he's doing it to be a douche. Oh. <laughs> to be a douche? Yeah. Look, there he oh, goes. There Good hair. Yeah. And then he shaved it off to try to disguise. Boom. Oh. Look at that. You couldn't do that, right? Fuck no, dude. But... <laughs> But there was a dude I was locked up with that got Sky. caught. That got caught in the ceiling trying to escape. Really? Yeah. <laughs> fucking threw him in. The, they had to fucking like send people up there just like pull him back out because it was like a uh, what it was like a sky ride, like a what is it, um, the acoustic panels, something like that. But it was it was see through, mm-hmm. so you could see the sun. Like that's where we get our sunlight. Oh, skylight. From. skylight. Yeah, skylight. And he fucking tried to. He I guess he thought I could just go straight through there, but. Once he got in there, he couldn't. He had to start like crawling in through the fucking the wall. The duck? Yeah, oh, the ducks. Shit. Yeah, and they, he got stuck. Yeah, he got stuck. Did he have to start calling? Hey, help! <laughs> no. Nah. All right, all right. <laughs> help! I tried. <laughs> they went. They heard him. Yeah, they got him immediately. It was him and another dude. Damn, that's crazy. Have you ever been in jail, John? No, I've been arrested a couple. You've times. been arrested. I got I'm- arrested for shoplifting from Academy. Uh, I'll tell you, that's scam. Was it for a shoddy? No, 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 no. I used to, you know how they have like barbecue grills Uh and deer feeders out on display? Yeah. I would take a box that had like a deer feeder or or a little little smoky barbecue. I would take the barbecue pit out, set it on the shelf because that looks normal. Shit's always on display. I would take that empty box, put it into my shopping cart, walk around and fill it up full of shit I wanted. Mm -hmm. And then I would go get a, they, they always have sales carts around the store. Yeah. I'd grab clear tape, close that box and buy the $25 barbecue grill. Oh, I did this lots in high oh, school. I just shit. ran out of things to steal. Swear yeah. to God. Like I, I was, a, and then you get caught once yeah. and that corrects that shit. Like mm-hmm. after that, I stole only one time I was in Vegas, uh, Boulder city, call uh, Boulder city, Nevada. It's mm-hmm. just outside. And I got this tiny little bottle of like, hair it's like a it makes your hair less frizzy it's when i had an afro and i just put a little bit of oil in it just so it would like just lay down normal and that bottle was 21 dollars at this cvs in my head i'm like fuck no and i put it in my pocket and as i was walking through the door i had a genuine panic attack like my heart rate elevated out of nowhere i well i remember getting it was like ptsd i remember getting arrested and how embarrassing and trashy that felt and I walked out and the whole walk back to my hotel from that CVS or that mm-hmm. Walgreens, whatever it was, I just felt like at any moment the cops are going to come grab me. I felt bad. I felt bad. I slept like shit. Damn. And the next day I came back to the store. I got that product off the shelf. I went up to the register, paid for it, and then ditched that bottle in the store and left. Like, oh like I left it on top of the newspaper stand as I was exiting. I was like, I was like, that belongs here. Now the fucking world is right. Everything's in balance. That's the last time I tried to steal. That shit is He's not He's not the me. Austin serial killer. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> My friend steals uh, Pokemon cards from Walmart. 
Really? Good for him. Yeah. Oh, and he resells them? Yeah. But he, oh. what he does is he puts them in a in a folder, mm-hmm. like in a, and then stuffs them all oh, in there. Brilliant. And then goes through the fucking self checkout. The self checkout. Good man. With the, <laughs> pays for the folder. <laughs> no, listen, I appreciate, I appreciate good stealing because when I was, when I was shoplifting, I was like, the, the way that Russell Crowe in A Beautiful Mind, the way he would see numbers. <laughs> I would see strategies on how to steal shit. I swear to God. It started Dude. when I was a kid. It'd be bubble gum. It'd be candy. It'd be a soda. But I always like, I don't know why. I have no, I think it was just being raised poor. Like something mm-hmm. about that stains your DNA. And you're like, I'll just fucking take it. Like the world's not fair. It's never fair. I used to be like that with bikes. For as real? a kid, oh, yeah, that's heartbreaking. So it is bad. You like, ended I think the about dreams of many kids. A lot. Oh, a fucking lot. And I had a guy, another kid. I thought he was that. And I had a bike. No, <laughs> I probably no. I never had a bike. I always had a bike, but I never had my own bike. And your parents were never like, "Where the fuck did this no, come from?" My parent, my mom, never asked me anything about anything. That's funny. Yeah, one time the cops showed up to question me, and she she stood up for me, and she didn't even know that I had did it. Um, <laughs> Wait, but, how many times have the cops shown up at your that place? Was that, one time. You? that was that one time. That was that one time that I told the story. Um, she, what was I talking about? The bike stealing. Oh, yeah. Hero. So I had a guy who I would take the bikes to, and then he changed, he was like my chop shop. So oh, yeah. his backyard, and his parents never asked him, why the fuck do you have like hundreds of bikes back here? <laughs> And my cousins, we were all in the car one time and they were telling a friend of theirs, like, this dude's crazy. Like, he'll just steal a bike anywhere. Like, we'll just be walking. He just grabs the bike and takes it. And he's like, really? Like, what the fuck's your problem? And I was like, I don't know. You want me to steal that bike right there? We were just passing by a house. And he was like, you won't do it. And I was like, let me off. And so he lets me off. And the family's in the living room with the windows open, like with the curtains open. And the bike is right there in the bushes, right in front of the window. And I just get on it. Fucking, they just see me just riding off with their bike. Wow. (laughs) That's cold. That could could have been a fucking BMX star. And you just. And I killed it. I could, I I, I have, I morally can't steal from people, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but like like when I hear someone stealing, you know, cards from Walmart, I'm not hurt by that. Mm -hmm. It's, I don't, that's a corporation. They'll be fine. They overcharge for everything. Oh, what do you think about what they do like at, um, in like San Francisco? I think they don't, was it thousand dollars or something? Like if you steal less than a thousand dollars, you don't get charged. So people are just going in. They don't care. They just go and grab shit and just take it. CVS, they're just running wild. Like they just go and they just grab shit and they don't like, I don't care. You're like, get away from me. When I, when I see store employees that are like, let me see in your bag. I'm like, why do you care, bro? You're getting, you're literally getting paid twelve fifty an hour. It's true. It's not your store. It's not. It, shrinkage is something. Hmm. Uh, I remember thing. managing stores here and there, and I'd say forty to fifty percent of shrinkage or hmm. or theft is internal. It's your employees taking it because they know the inner workings. They throw things in the trash can, take it to the dumpster, things like that. So you're you're fighting a, a fight you can't honestly win. It's Wow. We just gave out all the deets on how to steal from places. For real. (laughs) Do you remember uh, you're 40? How old are you guys? I'm 43. 43? Fuck. You guys look so young. I'm 36. Three. Oh, shit. 33? Yeah. Damn. You're real young. Uh, But he looks younger than you. 
He's, he's happier. He does. Twice. He does. That's twice somebody said that. It's probably just, I know it sounds funny. It's probably glasses. Or, and oh, younger. Probably. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but uh, do you remember? You should have seen him fucking bomb last night. You had night. freedom in high schools. You could get away with shit mm-hmm. in high schools. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And basically, the year after we all left high school, mm-hmm. there were cameras everywhere there were security officers oh, everywhere shit. it went to zero tolerance because we were the worst of the worst My and bad. we introduced i know i streaked yeah. i <laughs> we released crazy. animals we into our high cameras. school yeah dude we were we went all you out you streaked yeah 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 that was a <laughs> that was a tradition in our high school someone someone streaks i streaked to my junior year that is that you could be registered as a sex offender could right? have but i was yeah yeah i could have been who did that there was a rapper who recently or who has to register now cuz he did something like he streaked i think so yeah good luck finding that uh, <laughs> what what did you do before you were a comedian like you're a comedian oh, full time right yeah 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 wow, um, that's fucking cool St- right. a, it, we're, I mean, it's just outside looking in. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's de- still a job, right? Yeah, it's luckily it never feels like work, so I'm See? grateful. I very much consider myself retired because um, the money makes sense. The time that it's not, it's just never felt like work. Like even Damn. even when I bomb or even when I have to do like a clean show for, I do. I like I've done active retirement communities before. Mm-hmm. Does not matter. The check makes sense and that means i get to spend more time at home with my wife but you guys already know entertainment just in general success looks like not being home a lot mm-hmm. like yeah. it means you're very busy and so right. my my price changes on the fact that i do comedy for free but you're paying me to leave my house yeah and i really love being home so mm-hmm. that price keeps going up it's just mm-hmm. a weird thing you kind of yeah but it is it is the most fun and yeah. I realize kind of the higher reason for doing it too is that I said earlier, everybody's dealing with something. Everybody at this table, everybody out there, everyone you run into mm-hmm. is broken in some way or yep. repairing or at the bottom. Right. And so comedy, music, magic, juggling, I don't care what it is. You're offering those people a departure from yeah. whatever that reality is. So maybe you give them an hour where they don't have to think about divorce or lost their job or whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. So um, when you start entertainment, like most of us, when we dip our toe into, I want to do this, I want, I want people to hear me and see me. It's normally a selfish, um, motivation in the yeah. beginning. Like when I got into comedy, I was like, I'm just funny and I'm competitive and I need to be seen it. That, that was probably six months. Mm-hmm. And after that, you need to find a higher purpose in what you're doing. Otherwise that's going to burn out quick. So Damn. for me, it was having people and you've had this too, but people will come up to you after a show, or maybe someone's come up to you and be like, we listen to your podcast, bro. I was having a real bad week. I discovered you guys I really like your shit. Mm-hmm. And those compliments stick with you. Like, yeah. People having a really hard time and saying, dude, I haven't laughed in a month, but tonight was the best night and the first night I laughed in a month. And I'm like, get in, bro. That This is why I do it. Man, that's what happened to me yesterday, dude. I had the best fucking laugh of the night yesterday was when he fell. <laughs> dude, you could hear it. I fell. We have oh, to. Can we're we- at that age, too, where it's not funny. Not initially. <laughs> no, was, if we could get to is, your messenger. A, go. Uh, yeah, it's is, in our chat. Dude, uh, like... I'm at the age, <laughs> like, we don't fall like we used to. We clap. We're adults now. And when we fall, people, it's funny, but it's initially like, I hope that dude's okay. And then when they find out you're okay, then it becomes Not with funny. him. He just, the well, y'all, like, yeah, no, no of look, course. Check it out. Check look, it out. Look, look, here it is. Here it is. That's my wife. She was walking. 
thankfully she took the cake because he. Oh went. my no, god! A, she told you the story behind that, right? Yeah, well, I'll, I'll tell you in a second. Let's watch the video. What is he carrying? Cookies. Cookies. Oh, I hope that box keeps its integrity. Oh no, it's open topped. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like I'm being careful right here too. Okay, man, uh, Look, here it comes. Nothing can ruin my day. I'm just so for. Uh, what? Oh, God. Look, look. <laughs> <laughs> Your ankle just went, yeah. Yeah, but listen. Yeah, all of you. <laughs> that laughing, that's him in the fucking car. That's how loud he's laughing. No, just, and then the one coming up is my wife, and she's not asking if I'm okay. She's like, would you get up? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You should have proposed to her. You're already married, but it would have been great. <laughs> Howl laughing. Yes. Yeah. I she can't was control. laughing hard. That's brilliant. <laughs> there was no delay in his start of laughing from when you Dude. fell. Like, there was no, like, is he having a heart attack? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's the just face. a small change in the topography. <laughs> like, oh, oh. Yeah, all of you. That's such a good laugh. That's you gave that person a gift. There you go. Only at the cost of your ankle. That's yeah, it. Yeah. yeah how you, how, how was it today? Me. No, that was me. It, it's, it's, oh, my it's, that was me laughing. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, it's a little sore, but I'm okay. I'm okay. Good, 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 good. That's funny. No, at this age, when I fall. I don't hop back up out of embarrassment. I'll sit. I'll sit for at least a few seconds and run a full diagnostics. <laughs> I'm at the age where things have a price tag now and shit just breaks for no reason. Yeah. Like if you saw that clip where Tom Segura went up to dunk on oh, a lowered yeah. goal and it's snap, 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 snap. Like he just broke his whole body. And I'm like that, that one clip. I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, I'm in that age range that could easily happen to me. I'm not a baller. I'm not this. I'm not that. Just fucking stay out of physical stuff. You used yeah. to do that. Now your goal should just be look decent naked. That's yeah. about as physical as I want to get. That's a But the worst part shape. of that clip is the way he sounded. <laughs> the sound he made when he fell. Uh, Thompson girl. Oh, good. Everything uh, about dude. that is nauseating yeah. for sure. I will lay there and together. go, okay, feet, ankles, wrists. All right. Knees, hips. Okay, I'm good. I can get up. Yeah. Good. You're, you're, oh. you're getting good at this, Jamie. I mean, rocks. <laughs> oh. oh. Like Get some audio. You know, Bert was there. Yeah. And Bert goes again. like, I, I still remember him going. Oh. You know, Bert was there. Yeah. And Bert goes like, I, I still remember him going, you okay, buddy? <laughs> right. And I'm sitting there with my arm facing the other way. Sorry. Yeah. Behind my back. He goes, buddy. And I was like, Call nine one one. I guess it's good that it got caught on camera, though. It would have been yes, such a waste yes, if, if it wasn't filmed. Oh, so first, I'm in the emergency room, and then I'm in a, a, another room in the hospital. When they're finally getting me ready for surgery, surgery is going to happen in like a day or two, right? But I'm in a regular, like my own room. This trauma surgeon comes in, and he's like, "So, wait, like, how did this happen?" And I'm telling him. And he's like, okay. And I can see that he's like putting it together in his head. And then I go, you know, I have it on video. And he goes, I'm sorry, what? And I go, I have it on video from multiple angles. <laughs> and he's like, why? <laughs> and I go, well, because we're filming it for this thing. He goes, you know, I'd, I'd really like to see that. <laughs> he goes, I could show that to people. I go, I think you'll just get the link. I think you'll see yeah, it. Yeah, you'll see it everywhere. And he's like, okay. And then I showed it to him. And I gave, I gave him my phone. And he goes, oh. 
And I go, wait, you're shrugging at that? Like, he goes, yeah, that was terrible. I don't want to see that again. <laughs> That's the worst thing I've ever seen. Truthfully. <laughs> <laughs> um, dude, uh, back to you. Love being at home. And um, one thing that I admire from afar, uh, just watching you all on, on social media is, is the relationship between you and your wife. It seems like, man, you guys found it. Like what everybody um, pursues. Yeah, dude. It's, um, um, it's an analogy that I always like to tell uh, artists. But if you are pursuing your pipe dream, you have to kind of envision yourself as like a jet. And you're climbing quickly and efficiently. You're rising quickly. And everything you add to your life is going to slow you down. It's going to create drag. And so when I met my wife and she became my girlfriend, I let her know, like, I was being funny, but I was like, you know, by definition, you are a burden. And, and mm-hmm. you know, we laughed about that. But uh, when you connect to the right person or you find the right job or whatever it is, instead of being a burden, they become a superpower. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's, uh, the, yeah, the connection that, that we have is, it's unreal. Instead of being a burden, they become a superpower. Oh, for, for, for real, dude. Because yeah. like as artists, we're all in our heads all the time. We're beating ourselves up. We're saying, I'm not worth it. Why would anybody come to watch me? Right. Why, why am I putting in this effort? What am I showing them that's different? Mm-hmm. And then my wife's there just to be like, shut the fuck up. Thousands of people love you. Mm. I'm like, oh, Is that her right there in the corner? Uh, yes. Yeah, right that's there. my wife. Yeah. She's way out of my league. We already know that. No, man. You're no. handsome, man. No. No, I, yeah, I don't think so. I think that y'all nailed it, like finding each other. She like, she is wonderful. She for um, a while she was managing uh, my career. Just oh like, really? Just simple stuff. Um, artists, we failed. She's to the make, one sending you on the road. Like no, no, no. Go. <laughs> like I found a cruise for I you. I booked myself, but you guys might understand this. When someone wants like an invoice, or you have to print a contract off, sign it, send it back, or they're waiting on a video clip, they're waiting on, they're waiting on my anxiety would get the best of me Mm -hmm. and I would be very slow. And sometimes they would never hear from me again. Mm -hmm. And then my wife, like my, uh, even she took over like doing our taxes at the end of the year. Taxes for an independent contractor. It's very Uh, difficult because I might perform in 30 different States and I have to now file with 30 different States. And she found a way to make this a repeatable, simple process. And if I needed to sign a contract and I'm on a ship or doing a college gig or whatever, she'd print it off, sign it, send it back. She just handled the stuff that made me like where I internally suffered. And it's stupid to call it suffering, but Mm -hmm. it's like the administrative side of what we need to do as artists, Mm -hmm. it would shut me down. I would get nervous. Someone's counting on me for something, but you can put me in front of any crowd and I've got material for that room. No sweat. I can perform. I can show up on time. I can be professional. I can be sober. I can be all these things. Mm -hmm. But that was the one thing where my career was like kind of leveling off. Mm. And she's like, I got you and made it very easy and repeatable. And yeah, but, uh, yeah, I was never going to be a boyfriend again. I certainly was never going to get married because. Did you struggle in relationships prior to her? Uh, yeah, sure, certainly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, yeah, I was a big fucking liar and mm. cheater, and mm. a lot of those relationships. Yeah. Uh, certain regret, however, uh, like like Kevin Hart said, it's impossible to regret because it made you who you are. Right after the, I was with a girl for a very long time and had lied to her a lot, and then as I like imagine the sad scene of her sitting on the the tailgate of the U-Haul as I load my shit up into it. Fuck. <laughs> and I'm answering honestly any question she has about my 
lies and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm like, because I want the last thing you hear from me to be honest and you deserve to hear this. But mm-hmm. at the same time, you're way better than me. Like, yeah. I wasn't mature enough to deliver bad news. I wasn't mature yeah. enough to be like, this isn't working. Something's not working. We should walk away before we, be, we become toxic. Mm-hmm. But I would go from at home, which... If you're starting an art, like, and I'm keep calling it art, but yeah. if you're a brand new comedian, you're open micing, maybe getting $25 here and there, it's difficult to convince the person that you're with mm-hmm. that what you're doing is worthwhile, that it's going somewhere. Mm-hmm. To convince your partner, like, no, no, this is it. This, I promise you, it's going to turn into something. No, she was a senior stockbroker, a fitness model. Like, she was killing it. Shit. And so seeing me clumsily leave for five hours a night just mm-hmm. to do open mics and make friends. Yeah, she's like, this is bull. No, no. And I understand that, but I would, I feel like she was nagging, but she had every right to nag. And then I would go on the road and get the attention that you get on the road. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so I was able to be honest with women I didn't know. Mm -hmm. And I was balancing so many lies with the relationship I had going on at home and it was bullshit. Uh, but you know, then after that breakup, it hurt so much that I just quit lying. Like little white lies, like, Oh, I'm almost there. Mm-hmm. But big lies, mm-hmm. it took me a while to train myself to like, before you say it, make sure every word is true. Oh. And so then, and that took me like a full year of practicing complete and total transparency. Mm-hmm. It unlocked a new confidence in me, the like, like finally feeling like I'm enough. I still struggle with that. Yeah. But, but if you're honest, first word to last, <laughs> the good, the bad, the ugly, mm-hmm. I even do that in front of audiences in my comedy. I'm just telling you hey, this is one of the most horrific experiences of my life and I'm super embarrassed. Let me present it to you. Mm-hmm. And they fucking love it. They love yeah. the transparency, the intimacy of these types of stories. But but then, yeah, I met her and it was two, we hung out twice and I secretly called up everybody that I was dating and I was like, it's got to end. Delete my number. Don't reach out to me. I think I found wow. someone. Like, no offense to you, but I think right. I found someone. She didn't even know I was doing it. I was too yeah. embarrassed to tell her that I liked her. Like, I fell in love with her Wow. So fucking quick. It's like so there was no guarantee that none at all. I leaped. I literally. I just deleted. It's stupid to call it a roster, but when you're single, you have a roster, and that's the most painful process, especially Mm -hmm. if you're a decent person, because you do like that person, and even if it's meant to be casual, it easily goes past casual just because you care about the person, and so it felt like I was making up and breaking up a dozen times a month. Like I was going through a dozen breakups at once and it was heartbreaking and exhausting and just terrible. And then I met her and it was like, she had everything that I was looking for a million things. I didn't know even existed in a person. She understood what I was looking for in comedy and was like, yeah, I'll help you. Like whatever you want to do, I'll travel with you, blah, blah, blah. And so it was like, she didn't know how quick I loved her, but like, mm-hmm. since I wasn't, I wasn't <laughs> using my heart anyways, I literally just like left it on her nightstand. Like you can have this and I'll just, travel without it. I just so. do my thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I admire that so much. Uh, it's you know, it, And it's just like any relationship. It all takes work. But mm-hmm. when you find the right person, it's like you feel grateful for the opportunity to work, to work. at something with that person. It's not a burden. Like not a burden at all. It's an absolute, yeah, it's just a, a blessing. And uh, how did you get to that point where you're like, I'm, I need to be completely honest. There's the- It was that breakup. It, it was, was that breakup. breakup. It was moving out. It was- Moving in with a friend from college. So all of a sudden I had a roommate and I'm uh, 30, you know. Did it was you just, do counseling or anything though? Or uh, you just, it was like self, 
improvement, you know, self-focus. Yeah, that. I guess I didn't. I, I, I was I was fine with sharing. Like I'm I'm pretty open because mm-hmm. I don't I don't like sort. A matter of fact. I alienate most circles I'm hanging out with. Like we'd be hanging out talking about normal shit. And then I'd be like, when's the last time you had your heart broken? Cause yeah. that's the shit I really love to hear about. <laughs> right. Real. Cause like grief, grief yeah. is like a weighted blanket that mm-hmm. zips shut around you. Like you just can't escape it. And, mm-hmm. and that's like, that's when you, when you fall in love and when you have your heart broken, those are the, the extremes of human emotion, the peak yeah. and the bottom. And in those two places, um, you learn the most about yourself. Mm-hmm. So at the top, every song is fantastic. Everything you mm-hmm. eat is the most delicious thing you've ever had. You're skipping to work. The sun is shining. And then when you go through a breakup, it's hard to stand up. It's hard to breathe. It's hard to eat. It's hard to sleep. It's hard to do anything. But in each of those, you adapt to it. You develop the new version of you mm-hmm. and you learn. And so also that means if you fall in love and then you break up with that person, the only way to fall in love again is if it surpasses the prior love. Right. It's a, it can't be less than, or there's no chance you'll pursue it. Mm-hmm. It's got to be someone that literally knocks your socks off. And then you're like, fuck, I didn't know. All right, I'll, I'll try this again. I'll be crazy for you. Man, that was fucking beautiful, man. What? <laughs> what the, where's their fucking round of applause for that one right there, dude? <laughs> <laughs> I did not expect sound effects. That's um, funny. Well, do you read books? Yeah. <clears throat> Are there not any books on relationships should. that you've read? Uh, no. I'm reading one right now uh, called Come As You Are. <laughs> and it's not spelled that way. Oh, but okay. <laughs> It's not spelled that way, but it, but it does have to do with pleasing your partner. Like, really? It really does. Oh, um, wow. Because everyone, everyone is different. Everyone has a different thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, it... <sighs> You can be the best lover, not by knowing every position and having crazy endurance and blah, blah, blah. Not that at all. Mm -hmm. It's the ability to connect with your partner and to get them completely lost in the act of sex where Mm -hmm. men are geared towards, I want sex. I want sex. That's how we are wired. Testosterone is a Mm -hmm. fucking crazy chemical and women have testosterone, but it's much lower. And women just are programmed the exact opposite. I shouldn't be doing this. It's too soon. You don't know this guy that well. So imagine it's like the magnets when they're reversed, they push away from each other. Yeah. And that is what the relationship is. So my um, something that I had developed, especially with my wife, is to quite literally put myself in her experience. Mm. And I know we're married, so her, no, we shouldn't be doing this. But it's harder to get laid when you're married than when you're single because she knows all my bullshit. She knows all my stories. She knows my charms. And so it's like, it's uh, like, it's like, uh, double I know what dutch. you're doing right Like now, I'm dude. jumping in, I'm <laughs> yeah. getting in the timing, the, the right day of the week. She's not too tired. There's no headache. Her yeah. stomach feels fine. Like it's a lot of things. But, but then if you're going to have sex, make it worth it. Don't ever set aside a time. Like I was in, I was, I was in a relationship with a girl where we always had sex like every night in bed. Dead, but that's what it became. It's like, oh, it's the end of the day. Habit this is when routine. this happens. And that sucks. Wow. My wife and I, we, we only have sex when we absolutely have to, which makes it more desire driven. Wow. So it doesn't matter if we miss three days, mm-hmm. maybe one of those days we go nuts on each other. Now we're both injured. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's like, oh, we got to, we got to chill out for a couple it's of days. Age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that might have been TMI. Sorry if you hear this, honey. She goes, <laughs> she goes nuts on you and dick, or just, <laughs> or just, <laughs> just nuts. No, she's got a, she's got a great like dudes. Like we'll go and then we'll want to again and we'll want to like. She had a great 
uh, it's really good. I, I think it's a great joke, but she's like, if you break your toy, you won't be able to play with it. And I was like, oh, that's funny. Like, wow. that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's okay to like, yeah, we've had sex tonight. Just pause. You don't need to keep going. That makes sense. If you break <laughs> your toy, you can't bro. play with it. Yeah, I don't want a two day reset. That's why I haven't been having sex because I don't want to break her water because she's pregnant. For real? Yeah. You got a kid on the way? Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 There we go. Do you know if it's a boy or a girl? Girl. She's, girl. she's due any day now. I'm so happy like, for she, you. She could be going into labor right now. Yeah. And that's okay. Let her do it. She's she was at the <laughs> show last night. Yeah. yeah. She I, was I, setting up and everything. Yeah. Like wow. nine months yeah, she's ready to pop. That's how I know we... kids before? Yeah. We got two. This will be three? Yeah. This will be the third and the last. Are you are you doing the? Vasectomy? I'm gonna do it. My man. You are. Yeah. yeah. Really. I'm, I'm yeah. doing I'm doing one as soon as I have enough time off to do wow. one because my wife and I we passionately we do one together having yeah. kids. Me and John Stringer oh, just really? do one. You together. don't have any kids. We don't you, have any kids, and we got together. I mean, you know when you when you meet someone new, the topics that could like ruin everything are like religion mm-hmm. and and uh, I, I don't know politics and, and money, children and money. Right. These are yeah. the top. And like we clicked right away. I think it was like the second time we hung out and she's like, oh, by the way, I'm never fucking having a kid. Wow. So when she said that, I've never had a desire to be a dad. I've got a lot of nieces wow. and nephews. That's about as far as I go. I'll bring the sugar, the wrestling moves, and then I never have to discipline. And also wow. when people have kids, yeah, they love their kids. It changed their life. It's the mm-hmm. best thing that ever happened to them. And then you have a few drinks with mm-hmm. those, with that couple that has kids and one of them leaves the room and the one that's left in the room looks at you dead face. Like don't ever fucking have <laughs> yeah. kids. Oh, yeah. And that's yeah, who yeah, I'm yeah. listening to. That's yeah. who I, I'm like, that's what we tell all that's our the people who that, don't oh, have kids. Oh, my bad. That's, Sorry. that's the person that like had to give up some dreams and sacrifice some time and some money and some effort. And I totally understand mm-hmm. that. But yeah. I also realize I'm too selfish to be selfless. Mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what it takes to be a parent, but I know giving everything mm-hmm. it, it takes that. And I, I'm doing, if I'm doing this correctly, then I'm gone 40 to 45 weeks a year. So I'm burdening my wife with raising our child and I'm never present. No, thanks. Not for me. Have you ever had a scare? No, I had a girl who said she was, but she was just trying to get me to not break up with her. Dude, been there, dude. I asked her if she had abortion, like little stamps that she was getting because she kept telling me that she was. um, Stamps? Yeah. You know how like when you go to like a, a, a store and they gave like you loyalty rewards. Yeah, like loyalty rewards, <laughs> like flashcards. I told her that because she kept always telling me she was pregnant by me, bro. And I was like, like, what's going on here? Like, are you going to the abortion clinic and getting rid of these? Like every single time? It's like once a fucking month almost, bro. But how would she tell you I'm not pregnant anymore? Like I lost were you it? Fund- yeah. Were you funding this? Oh, no. Oh, I thought she was no. coming to you but for like she, a she weekly was check. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. She was like, I lost again. the baby. I got money. pregnant by you. I lost the baby. Oh, she yeah. would lose it. Yeah. And it was like every couple months she would do that to me. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Wow. And that's when I finally said, do you have the little punch card at the abortion clinic? <laughs> <laughs> the Bahama bus. Oh. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Get the 13th free. <laughs> yeah. Damn. That's ridiculous. That we never talked after that. It was awesome. Wow. <laughs> awesome. You're, you're like a handsome little dicky. Have you oh, seen little dicky? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, you're like a handsome version that's of That's funny. I think that's what, when we met, I had little no. dicky's look before little dicky Yeah, you existed. did. 100%. Afro, Afro, short beard. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, it, was, <laughs> it was a shorter beard, too. Uh, oh, I was like, I, I could look it up on my phone and show you a picture, but no. <laughs> it's being... <laughs> Yeah, he and uh, yeah, he. I, I absolutely love that he exists. He's funny. He's like 
Apparently, he's easy to work with. You, did you watch the show? Yeah, yeah. It's brilliant. He's such a good Fucking dude. great, man. It's a great show. It's well-written. It's thoughtful. Like, it, I don't know. And then y'all showed me that music video he did where he tried, he spent no money doing it. Oh, yeah. Oh, we went to other people's houses? Yeah, asking yeah, yeah, yeah. them if they could use it. Have y'all seen the Rachel? We need to start doing that. Hey, Rachel can we McAdams? use mansion for this podcast? And no wonder if people would do it. Because yeah. he was white. So, like, so that's kind of... Yeah, like I up. can't go up to people's doors and be like, hey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a podcast, trust me. It's, yeah, it's a podcast. Okay. <laughs> it's in a house. Far, far, far San Antonio. Yeah. <laughs> you said the that word one. alienate earlier, and I couldn't stop thinking about aliens now. That's funny. Yeah. Um, do you think that shit in Mexico oh, is real? Have you seen oh. that? Alien? Yeah. I mean, well, the fact now that, that there's been a lot of information disclosed by our government <laughs> that there are different, definitely aliens and ufos and all of that and the fact that we're under responding to it like mm-hmm. just modern age we turn it into funny memes immediately yeah like a person baking yes. a cake that looks exactly like that yes. alien it just started slicing it up and like god we just don't care we're I numb know. to it we're yeah. the fact that the ukrainian war is still going on and we're just like oh yeah that is still going like yeah, we're treating it yeah or the even the submarine thing where yeah, just people yeah. were just immediately. joking about but it they were funny dying they're like yeah <laughs> like, and probably the most the instantaneous explosion. Right. Yeah. Yep. It was silent and ungraceful the way it happened. But the thing was that it's crazier is they they didn't want to tell us about aliens because the public isn't ready for it. Mm-hmm. Have you have you seen that? Like the public's yes. not yeah. ready for yeah, this. We- and we're ready because when we found out, we made memes about it. Yeah. <laughs> we're worried about making our light bill. We're worried yeah. about making our car note. Like everybody's worried about money almost exclusively. Where like we've even stopped caring about how our kids are getting educated. We're just like, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. I want to be able to afford having that child. I'm going right. to sell that motherfucker. Soon. I think we're not ready for hostile aliens. Oh, if yeah, the aliens, I, and I don't think they're hostile. Wouldn't because we I, be the hostile aliens? We are the hostile yeah. aliens. I think if anyone's yeah. making the journey out here to explore, they're not mm-hmm. doing it to destroy and conquer. No. But there is, uh, history does repeat itself here. I love history. Mm-hmm. Uh, white, I'm so sorry. Me too, <laughs> me too. Yeah, no, but I think- I'm uh, not white though. One of, my, one of my favorite ideas is that uh, historically, war has been the quickest and most effective way to make change and to capture new land and all of that. It won't be in our lifetime, but the USA, I guarantee at some point, will be under different leadership, a different name, a different regime completely. It could be be Russia too. It could be China too. It could be, we don't know what's going to happen in the world, but it's pretty interesting that all these land masses were all something different before they were what they are now. Yeah. And we're just a great piece of land with lots of natural resources. Someone's going to see it and say, yeah, I think we want that. They've been been cocky for a really long time. We're going to take that. But yeah. yeah. It's, I don't know. Love it. Love and the it's going to be Canada. Yeah. And the fact yeah. these, these civilizations, <laughs> we see how advanced they were. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've been exactly here before historically. Mm. And it's all swept under when the, when uh, the uh, younger Dryas, the the rising of the seas and the big floodings and all of that, that that was all washed away, hidden, buried, and we're wow. uncovering it slowly. But the, again, we can't explain how the pyramids were made mm-hmm. and we, really don't have the technology to do such precision stone cutting and insertion. And you can't even put a piece of paper between it. Like 20,000 years later, fuck off with that. Tell me how that happened. Yeah. So we've been here, not like recording podcasts, but Mm -hmm. legitimate, helpful technology. Everything that we're creating today is like distraction technology. What can keep us busy? What can make us uh, cash cows for companies? We're being pumped ads and shit. Yeah. We're part of it.
Yeah. Welcome. Willingly. Yes. Willingly. Welcome I will, to the Matrix, boys. I will scroll till both of my arms go numb. Do you think the Mexicans want that alien to go back where it came from? I hope not. <laughs> That'd be rude, right? I did. I did a. What, what movie was it where it's like a natural disaster movie? You're spacist. Uh, yeah, that's funny, dude. <laughs> this spatial. is the end. Uh, huh? But it's where uh, it's where it's like freezing in the north and moving down. I oh. think it might be uh, uh, someone Ford. What's his name? The actor something Ford. Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. He goes and saves his son, Jake Gyllenhaal in New York. Oh, uh, the day after tomorrow. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like then Americans are pushing down to the Mexican border and Mexico's like, nah, oh, nah, really? nah, yeah, yeah. Like, they, they put it in the movie and I'm like, it would be like that. Like, oh, okay. Now you're trying to get, they're crossing the border. They're jumping the fences. And I'm like, yeah, that's a great thing to put in a movie. That's Amigo, fun. we're yeah, yeah, friends yeah. now. Damn. That I don't have any space. You got to go back. Swimming the other way. Oh. Uh, El Paso is one of my favorite cities. It's tragic what like the blockade of people that are just sleeping on the streets with their family. Cause here they thought there was a better opportunity from them. People that migrated from Venezuela and you name it. Yeah. And now they're just sleeping on the streets waiting for their appointment that one in mm-hmm. a thousand even get the attempt to get American citizenship. Yeah. It's so, yeah. it's so damn sad. Oh, is it bad there? Oh yeah. Yeah. I've never seen out. Yeah, they're stuck. They're stuck. Yeah, they're just living in limbo, but with their children, with their wives, and in tents, in sleeping bags outside. It's wild. Yeah, it's rough because they, you know, they probably had an idea of what America was was like, and then you get here, you're sorely mistaken. And they come to Texas, and they got Greg Abbott. Yeah, (laughs) they got to deal with that who just won't stand up for them. Ah, hilarious! I wish that tree (laughs) finished the job, dude. (laughs) I wish that tree fucking did it in, dude. Uh, do you watch Kill Tony? Uh, Have you heard of it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Min- minimally, I'll minimally? catch a clip here and there if it rolls up in a in a feed. Um, yeah, there was this recent comic. She was she's she's uh, she's a really big girl, but she's hilarious. Was, was Roseanne on the panel? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And they all gave her dates. Yes, like right there on the spot. That's, that was beautiful. That's here's like, here's a question. Mm-hmm. Like, um, uh, it's not quite. Cosby level, not at all. But mm-hmm. like, I'm just trying to think of someone who was under scandal. Like, I, I would, I would clearly go work with Louis C.K. He's a pervert, but mm-hmm. I'll go work with sure. the pervert. Yeah. But what she did, what Roseanne here, here. did, her little racist rant. If someone, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. back she, then, yeah, 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 was it Ambien? I can't yes, remember. She the, blamed it on her meds, yeah, but was, she yeah. she went on a little bit of a racial rant. Uh-huh. I wouldn't work with her. Really? Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't work with her anymore. Yeah. Even. Wow. I, I feel like that would reflect on me. Like I, I wouldn't, oh. I wouldn't, I it, like, um, uh, I loved Cosby mm-hmm. and I know what he did is just astronomically worse, Right. but I would never, I would never like, there was a, there was a moment where what Chris D'Elia, he was doing that grooming thing mm-hmm. and he's recovered from it somehow. He's doing fine. I've always thought he was funny. I've met the guy personally. He's a nice dude. Uh, but the my grooming- dog needs a haircut. I should call him. That's funny. <laughs> He'll wait till they're of age. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just thought yeah. that was a little weird. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, I guess. What did she you say, know, though? She, I, I, you, I don't know. You want to see? <laughs> she post, She was posting just, she went on a tirade like at three in the morning and she was saying that oh, it like was Twitter. she was ambient or something. Um, she had no idea that she was doing it. I think there was another comedian like Louis C.K. maybe or somebody that's like, dude, I made fucking a whole meal and I woke up. Oh, I think it was Burt Kreischer. He's like, I made a whole meal, woke up the next day and was like, who the fuck made me food last night? And he had taken Ambien. He's like, oh, Ambien's yeah. It's it's as strange as they say for sure. Crazy. My mom was on that. For um, a she. I think she's so. 
Uh, she, <laughs> she criticized the Holocaust. She got hit by a car, right? Like when she was a teenager. Um, and she had like this traumatic brain injury, right? She was never the same. She was completely a different kid before she got hit by that car. And she's off like that, that, that lady's off, you know? Yeah. Um, but I also think she might be a good person, you know? Uh, I don't think she's racist. That, that can't be true. Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes had a baby. That, that was not her. True. She. I think somebody else said that, or that might have been her. Because no, no but that, that is might real. have been her. that is real. <gasps> yes. Um. Who Who wow. is she talking about though? Who? But hold on, because <laughs> it is racist. <laughs> Holy funny. shit! I'm gasping yeah. now. I'm clutching pearls. <laughs> over like here. I hate her more. <laughs> I love how her show continues um, on without her. It's just the Connors. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a John Angelica Jarrett or somebody Jarrett. It was a politician, female politician Jarrett. I wish I worded it better. <laughs> I wish I worded it. You can't word it. Better. How do you word that better? <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah. No, it doesn't matter. That was a really cool Kill it Tony episode. And that girl cried and like yeah. deservedly so. Go get go get you some stage time. Get you some travels. And I, I think that's great because like she's she obviously is deserving of it because of her talent. Yeah. I've seen her a few times on there. Um, she's got talent, right? But it, it takes the grind. It's, and the grind is a great thing, right? You learn a lot from the grind. I recommend it to everyone. One thing I missed... Mm-hmm. that I is very important to development is going on the road with headliners. Mm. Cause within the first year I was full-time comedy and I was headlining within the next six months. So I skipped that step. I never got to go I, very few. I think I did two shows with Steve Trevino. I did uh, I, I worked with Rob Schneider for a weekend, mm. but for the most part I was always closing. And so when I hear that people team up with like, do you know, Tony Casillas, Mm-hmm. Uh, he he's out in Austin, but he moved to Austin and now he's traveling with all these different big name comedians. And that's where you learn kind of the inner workings. Mm-hmm. You're learning about a tier you're not on yet. Right. There are several tiers to this game. Like I'm completely unknown and there are still six or seven tiers of completely unknown, yeah. but gobs of money. And I'm just trying to get to that. I want to be unrecognizable, but not have to worry about money. That's the level I'm looking for. Ah, that's what you're doing. I'm trying. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. because I've because I've always seen you like when what I what I've told people when I talk about you is like he's not famous, but he should be. <laughs> I do. I'm standing directly in my own way. Like all yeah. of us, we could do more if we just put the effort in. But yeah. for me, I know exactly what I want. But getting out of my own way to start mm-hmm. doing it is its own struggle. Uh, but I know that fame isn't something that I'm after. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would I think that would be torturous just to just to be. It's not bothered. People are fans of yours, but they also expect your time. And like we're just normal fucking people. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm having dinner with my wife, I don't want to be like mid bite and someone wants to, me to sign something mm-hmm. or take a picture. So mm-hmm. that sounds awful. I don't. I'm. I want to tell jokes and vanish. That's okay with me. Yeah. I um my my son saw Rogan last weekend at, um, at Terry Black's mm-hmm. barbecue. And he was like, it was crazy because that's a cramped space, yeah. that, that restaurant. And he was sitting down with his family and nobody was fucking with him. That's like, great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some places, some places totally get it, respect it. Uh, but then you hear those but stories yeah, like- It's not uh, everywhere. It, precisely. Like yeah. they'll, they'll just say, oh, um, fucking Draymond Green is an asshole. We wanted a picture with him. And I'm like- well, give us context. Did you stop him on the street while he was just trying to live his life? Mm-hmm. 
and he didn't feel like stopping for you at that very moment, does that make him an asshole or does that just make him human? Like, that makes, yeah. well, Draymond Green is an asshole. <laughs> no, <but> that's, <laughs> that's his role. I, I know it sounds funny, but <laughs> that's what he leans into. Paul <laughs> yeah. definitely earned that hit. You yeah. know what I mean? That yeah. a dude, a dude oh, yeah. doesn't hit a dude mm. like that unless there's a reason. To. Right? They had beef. He yeah. he was like, I want to follow up on this beef, <laughs> and he solved yeah. it quickly. I just talking about his face in general. Oh yeah, like, no. He, oh, yeah. I don't like He's it. He's a bit crotchety, but yeah. I mean, great. He always reminds me of the donkey from fucking Shrek. That's face. Funny. I'm sorry, Draymond. You're going to see this. Also canceled, you know? Now he, that you he was said canceled? That. No, you. Me? Yeah, yeah you're canceled now. That's okay. I'm deal. I'll deal with that. I'll deal with it. It's awesome. You know, I guess if, if you get canceled, that means you're big enough to be canceled. Yes, you're yeah. not really canceled yet. No, can't. Yet. Not yet. Yeah. When I, I did that, uh, <clears throat> it was one of my, one of my favorite things uh, that uh, Chingo Bling, They Can't Deport Us All. I, yeah. was, I was on that with- uh, uh, On Netflix. Jesus Sopoveda right? Sopo and um, uh, come on, uh, Garcia, um, Jerry Garcia, Jerry Garcia, Chingo, Jesus, myself. Um, at any rate, I definitely did some race jokes in that, but that's kind of what they were looking for. Like, I love talking shit to Latinos because if I fuck with you, oh, I yeah. fucks with you. That's the, yeah. uh, fuck any, yeah. any, I like I, 90% of my fan base are Latino. Cause I do a lot of South Texas, South Arizona, South California. Mm -hmm. And I've picked up this great fan base. They're enthusiastic. They're supportive. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and so that's what I put on that special. I have regrets mm -hmm. because the only thing that's out there, like as a major stand-up mm -hmm. comedy credit happens to be a white dude telling race <laughs> jokes. And this all happened seven years ago. So it was pre-pandemic when like, that's when we put the lid on it. If you're white, you don't talk about any race, but your own. And that's like, I retired an hour of material post-pandemic. Cause I'm like, people, all, my audiences Ew. know that I'm just fucking with you. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't want it to be misconstrued. I don't want to offend anybody. Everybody's a little more sensitive. I don't adhere to the PC thing, but mm -hmm. I hate that that's what's out there yeah. as the representation as my credit. So mm. I often don't mention it at all. But Oh, gotcha. Why I, I'll, I'll strike out what I, when I said what network it's Just on. bleep out. The <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it's um, already off. It, it, I, think I it love what Netflix you said for like though seven there. Years. If I fuck with you, I fucks with you. Like, yeah. yeah. If yeah. I'm that's fucking it, yeah. with you, that means I fucked. Yeah, with you, you got like him laughing from from you falling. I'm like, that's love. That's yeah. love, and you don't even realize it. Like, yes. if you know someone well enough to talk about the worst parts of them, the things yeah. they're most insecure about, it's like, mm -hmm. oh fuck, this is family. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Dude, no, my thing is, I love watching fat people fall. <laughs> <laughs> my thing my no, key. yeah yeah like so I'll go to Google and watch that really yes so when I saw my brother do it and him falling it was just like so more like like it just hit every don't floor. you think you could go viral for that video like he oh yeah go. for sure yeah. Yeah. you see how he fell on his face yeah. like at the end he fell on his face. He had his face. <laughs> Why are they talking face? about he face you? Planted? Hey, dude, when no, he, like, I know, like he's sitting right, right here. <laughs> hey, when he did came up, did you see his face? <laughs> did you see his fat <laughs> when, face, dude? That when when son he came up, up he had hair. He had fucking grass in his hair. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you think he should lose some weight? <laughs> no, 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 it wouldn't have been you as funny if you fell. That's true. <laughs> Yeah, you would have uh, that's broken celebratory, <laughs> wouldn't it? Yeah, very low to the Hell, ground, if you so. watch an attractive girl fall down, part of you is like, yes, 
yeah. She hasn't been humbled in a while. Yes. Well, I always like judge people when they're like, I like watching videos of kids getting hurt. What? Yeah, like, no. like you know, no. you know, funny work. Like running into a doorway. Yeah, are people you hanging out with? No, not like abuse. <laughs> They're made out. I was of on rubber. this island one time, and you know, this guy is rich guy. He was telling me like, he was Jewish. Just I think, uh, watching kids something steamed, and their heart broken. <laughs> but yeah, like there was this guy that worked for me. He was like, yeah, I love watching kids just like, getting injured. <laughs> I'm like, that's that's messed up, dude. Uh, my buddy. He's my best friend. He lives out in Houston, but his favorite things to watch are people like showboating on motorcycles and then crashing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's like, he fucking deserved it. Like, yeah. I swear he's getting erections watching. I know. <laughs> I swear. Yeah. He's just like, he just. I secretly hope those guys die sometimes. And I, I feel bad because, like, when they do the little thing, they zoom, like, they get in between your car and, and like, in. There's two cars and they just zip right through. You, you, where do you got to go, dude? Like that's fucked up. You're risking your For life. Sure, and I hate those people. Yeah, but remove that thought that you want them to die. <laughs> no, no, no. Because I, I did that. I was on I-35 going uh -huh. from Austin out to Dallas uh, for a gig. And this fucking Camaro zipping between traffic going super fucking fast. And then like 30, 45 minutes later, I hit stop dead traffic oh, and no. and then like we're just going through like just very very slow traffic and then uh a few miles up i see that camaro has turned and flipped oh, into the median and they're both dead and i remember i had that thought before it happened and i was like nah i gotta put that to bed like they were being assholes they were being <sighs> unsafe and they only hurt themselves yeah but at the same time that i had regret immediately when i was like oh shit they died you did this you fucking did this <laughs> he was, but i don't feel bad about stealing those bikes and you feel bad about stealing them <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right though. Damn, he's just drinking his coffee, passing by. Hmm, guess they're gonna yeah, be no, right. You're safe. You're safe. You had, it, it hasn't. Don't park there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like final destination. Damn. Yeah. One time we we left the the club. My buddy was in a in his motorcycle, and I was in my jeep, and we were um, hauling ass on the highway, and and he was in front of me, and he pops a wheelie and he just wham, on like a wheelie in front of me. And I'm like, this dude's crazy. And I look down and I'm going a hundred miles per hour and he's in front of me popping the fucking wheelie. I didn't know Jeeps could do a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> it was at, it was doing a hundred. Like, like it literally was doing a fucking hundred. Dude, that could have been all she wrote. I moved friend. over. Cause I was yeah. like, oh, I'm not going right. to run over my friend. That's all I could see was me running over my friend. Wow. Yeah. A couple years later, he got enough wreck in his truck and they threw him out of the, out of the truck and like he crushed him. It, it crushed him. The doctor was telling us cause they called me that night to pick them up cause they had drank too much but he was being stubborn and like they took his keys away and then he like ended up getting the keys back somehow and he left and I called him. I'm like, stop where you're at. I'll go get you. And he was like, no, I'll, I'll be at the bar right now. And I'm like, dude, stop. And he's like, no, I'll be, I'll be there right oh, now. Fuck. I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, hello, hello. No. And then, um, yeah, I go to the bar and to pick up my, my buddies and, um, He's not they were all freaking out because I had just shaved my mustache off and they had always known me to have a mustache. That's, I knew you and I had a mustache yeah, back yeah, yeah, then. Yeah. And they were like, what the fuck? So we had 20 or 30 minutes of freaking out about the mustache. And yeah. then they were like, hey, where's Gary? And I was like, oh, he's coming back. He should be outside. We go outside. There's no Gary. So my buddy calls him and they're like, Kendall County EMS 
answers the phone and they're like, your buddy was in Iraq. He was thrown from his truck. We need to know who was with him. And he was by himself. And so we go to the hospital and the doctor comes out and the doctor's telling us everything that's broken inside him. And it's like- Evil oh, Knievel he's not type gonna, shit. Yeah. He's not going to live. Like his, his whole shit was, uh, his pelvis was shattered. His oh. liver was separated from his spleen. His lungs were collapsed. His brain was damaged. Like- we went in and saw him and um, never mind. <laughs> um, and like they, they kept saying like, he's going to die today. He's going to die today. And then he was in a coma for like three months or some shit. What? Yeah. And then he came out of his coma and they were like, he's going to be mentally retarded. Like he's, he won't, he'll be a baby. That's what the basically. doctor said. He's going to be mentally yeah, retarded. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> he said retard, bro. That's cool. You're a very Back casual then, like, doctor. Like, can I call him that I don't now? Think, I don't think you can develop that from a crash. Yeah. And so, um, he woke up and he was like a baby and he didn't remember people, but I walked in and he called me Beaner. Like that, cause that's my nickname for, that was my nickname back oh, then. Oh, did you and cry? And he was like, Beaner. And I was like, what the fuck? Dude, my, dude? Uh, yeah. That's fucking it's crazy. Yeah. Oh, my mom had dementia mm -hmm. and uh, Louis body dementia. If anyone's listening to this, they know what that is. It's weird. It's an, it's an interesting version of dementia, but she couldn't remember anyone occasionally. I'd have to remind her that I'm her son. And it's a, it's yeah. a sad degradation. It really is. But it was wild. Uh, a girl that I went to high school with, I was best friends with her brother, Billy. Mm -hmm. She showed up to one of my comedy shows that I brought my mom and my sister to. I was just trying to get my mom out, out of the house, come yeah. see some shows and whatnot. And as soon as that girl walked over, Melissa, she was like, Melissa. Wow. And she had not seen her in 20 years. And she was a grown Who's your boyfriend? Woman. And she, <laughs> she recognized her. Shit. Dude, I was full tears. And I was going on in like two minutes. I was next in the lineup. And I was just like, oh, that's fucking amazing. <laughs> like, Damn. I was like, you don't know how amazing it is that she just recognized you. She doesn't recognize anybody. That's a miracle just took place. But did your friend make it out? Is he? No, he died two days later after he said, oh. no, I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the roller coaster. We're all so invested right now. We're just like, what? Oh, fucking asshole. No, he made it. And then like he, he, he kind of um, made a full recovery. Um, they moved him to, to, um, to, uh, what do you call it? Rehab. Rehab. And, it was across the street from like where the Spurs practice. So there were like all these fancy cars all the, all the time. Well, when I went to visit him, he was pitching a fit because the, the nurse was trying to feed him and he was like, no. And like, he would, he was like, I don't like him. He touches me at night. He was saying that about the nurse and the nurse is like, dude, no, I don't do that. <laughs> and then he grabs the, the, the spoon and like a baby, he throws it across the room. He's like, I don't want to eat. And, and I'm like, can we like take him out for a walk, like on the wheelchair or something? So they get him on a wheelchair. We take him outside and we're walking and we're at the corner and like this badass fucking car passes by and he's just like looking at it. And I'm like, you like that car? And he's like, that's a badass car, Bean. And I was like, what kind of car is that? And he was like, that's a Corvette. And it was a Lamborghini, but you know, no, no, it was a Corvette. <laughs> it was a Corvette. And I was like, dude, you're going to be all right. Like right, you're right, going right. to come around, dude. Like I was like, he's going to be okay. And like, he started, they said he wasn't going to walk. He walks, you know, he might walk with a limp now, but he walks. Um, he ended up having a kid later on and Damn. he's still fucked up in the head, I think, you know, but he, he was good. And then like, I think a few months ago he messaged me and he's like, he got meningitis uh, and like, shit. he was like really bad and fucking in the hospital. And 
Um, I think he's good now. He was messaging me about the party recently. Fucking A. Or he was his ghost. He could have been dead. That you know, story had its dead. ups and downs. <laughs> Back in 2008. It's that been was a roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. This yeah. podcast is not at all what I expected. <laughs> <laughs> what did you expect? I've laughed. I felt like crying. I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's, what, that's what I want it Fuck to be. Yeah. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Um, people think that it's just a comedy podcast and you're just here to laugh and you're like, nah, we'll fuck around. We'll talk about anything. Yeah. Yeah. How do you know Charles Allen? Oh, uh, we worked together in Houston at the Houston Improv. I was headlining. He was featuring. I can't remember who was hosting, but we clicked right away. And he, he gave me some great advice and gave me some good words of encouragement. But I love that dude. He is. Yeah, he's awesome. He, yes. I fucking love him. Severely nice. He's got great focus on what he's trying to do, what he's trying to accomplish. So yeah. definitely someone to fucks with. Yeah, he texts oh, yeah. me like once a week and it's always... Something fun. If it's not something funny, it's just something like just to think about as far as the podcast and how to brand out and branch out and all that. That's so, good. He's a good one. Yeah, he is. That's that's the thing about comedy. It's like it's. 90- what do you mean he's a good one? <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> I don't have to say it. <laughs> I just got a good person. But See, I'm, just to get, I'm just trying to get Netflix to call you back. <laughs> we heard what you said, and we'd like to offer you two specials. So, where do you where do you live? Uh, I live about an uh, hour south of Wichita. I'm in Kansas, a tiny little town. It's got about 2,300 people in it. Mm. And my wife and I, Damn. we bought a uh, an Episcopal church that was built in 1908, and that's our house. So nice. it's a what super fuck? dope. It's an old brick. Uh, yeah, it's a great little church. and and uh, No priest there, right? What's that? There's no priest there? No priest. No, no, no. Oh, so okay, the pastor, cool. uh, one of the things, like moving to a small town in Kansas, we immediately thought it's going to be a super conservative, like extreme right-wing kind of town. Like we were going to see Trump flags everywhere and shit. And we went there and we found out that the pastor of our church was an openly gay female and she was there for like the last 25, 30 years. She passed away October of 2020 from COVID, real sad. But she was such a pillar of the community. The community embraced her. And her partner is running the Methodist church in town. So she is still alive. She tells us stories about Mary that used to run our church. But her congregation was so small at its Grace Episcopal Church uh, that the diocese just, they couldn't find a replacement pastor. They just said, well, we'll just put that out on regular realty. So it was available. It didn't have to be commercial. didn't have to be religious. We just made it our house and now we're just preserving it. Cause if it's been there for 120 years, we're taking the steps to make sure that it survives another 120 years. So, and I will do this here. I, I'm going to say some white things. This is another white thing. <laughs> My wife and I, we want to find another building and then another building and just keep saving old buildings and turning them into like event centers or, um, uh, Airbnbs, just some way to keep them alive because I feel like I'm passionate about that. I love history. I love old architecture and I like keeping them as they were not when I watch HGTV, I just want to punch the TV when they're like, this house was built in 1902, but we should tear down that wall, that wall. We need to change the door. And I'm like, don't touch any of that. That's why it's valuable. That's what, that's its story. That's how it was built. You're going to ruin everything about it. So yeah, we get this opportunity. I think I'd like to, I'd like to get my hands on a train depot and a fire station. And if I can get those two types of buildings and it'll likely be in a small town, if you're willing to live in a small town away from a populous area 
everything is half the price. Yeah. But real estate, even less than half. We were looking at a certain price range of what we wanted to spend on a on a house. And we got the church and the acre that it sits on and all that for less than half of what we were looking to spend. And we bought the house next door to us and turned it into a cat rescue and a storage house. So it was like, and we got all of that for less than we were looking to spend on one home and still had money to do like the bathroom and floors. And so just get out of it. With comedy, I can live anywhere on the planet as long as I have access to a decent airport. I'll be there. I'm an adult. Just give me the date, the time. I'll be there. Promise you. I'm reliable. But, and then everybody in comedy, like you got to be in New York, Chicago, LA. And I'm like, we don't, comedy, even if you're good, you don't make that kind of money. Did it stop recording? No, it uh, it's dying. So my phone? Yeah. The charger's right there. The, there's a charger right there. That's wild. I mean, uh, it should have been fine. charged up. Maybe my screen's too bright. Sweet. Good find. I didn't see that. <laughs> Like yeah, it. but there's other comedians that don't like. I think like Chappelle is like out in the right. middle of Ohio. Ohio. Yeah, yeah. I and and you you save money. You connect to like your like my area. We have a, a historical theater in town, and I'm gonna start doing once or twice a year clean shows, all ages appropriate, and <laughs> all of the money goes back into the art center where they're teaching kids improv comedy. They're teaching them to dance and sing. A third of it will go to the theater and a third of it will go to the local vet because we have we run like an uh, unofficial cat rescue and our vet knows what we're trying to accomplish. So we always get like deep discounts. It's like, hey, we got this new litter. Here's the mama. We need to get them fixed shots, yada, yada. And they just always give us like great pricing, take care of us. So, man, you're awesome, dude. You're doing dude. a lot of crazy ass shit. Living the <laughs> dream. I, here's a, st- a statement just about dreams in general. Everybody at this table right now has an idea for what your future looks like. Yep. And I just want to remind you that it's not going to happen unless you start doing it now. Because we all imagine that money is going to look different in the future. Yeah. And timing and yada, yada, yada. It doesn't. It's you either start walking in that direction aggressively now yep. or it, you'll be 60 years old in no time and be like, damn, I did none of that. I never saw Europe. I never, whatever, whatever your goals are. So I got my dream girl, my dream house, my dream job. I'm starting it now. The cat rescue is so fulfilling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love working on old things. I'm about to buy a classic car and restore it. Just, just kind of scratching these itches that we all have, whatever your interest is, keep those like, as we become adults, we become so predictably boring. Like yeah. how much funnier were we and how much more creative were we when, when we were in high school, junior high? We were like mm-hmm. uninhibited funny. You guys are funny now, mm-hmm. but there was a time before ego and being around other funny people, we've all become jaded. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, if I had started comedy in high school, there would have been some real shit happening for sure. Yeah. That's when I didn't care. You think at all. you would have been canceled uh, like Roseanne? Certainly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hell, dude, the way the way I started comedy, I definitely put like everything was on the table. Everything was on the table. Yeah, so I mean back to that, don't you think you've changed? Yeah. Since then? Then 100%. Can sure. can she have learned from that? Who? Roseanne. And yeah, become uh, a better course, person. I'm all about forgiveness, but I'm just saying would I want my brand attached to Roseanne? Just brand? to that in general yes. because of that. Like yeah. you, you might hear in some fresh. interviews with Kevin Hart and how, mm. 
how conscious he is of his brand, his influence, his exposure. Mm. And so like, you'll see him like in the green room with other comics and they're like, Hey, we're going to go smoke. Do you want to smoke? He's like, Nope, don't even mention it to me. I don't, mm. I'm not about it. I don't do it. Da, da, da. Mm. And then someone's like, you still drink though. Not when I'm working. Mm. And he's just very about his business. And yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying that that's the right or the wrong way, but yeah. if, if it's, I mean, I, when, when Roseanne was the shit, when, when she had that show rocking all through the nineties, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I was a huge fan. Yeah. When she said that it's fucking stupid. I don't agree with it. I'd rather not be associated with it. Yeah. Doesn't mean I don't like, this is an unfortunate truth. Uh, Bill Cosby, one of the best, one of the greatest comedians all time did some, did something beyond horrific. Absolutely. One of the worst things we've ever heard of mm -hmm. it. It does negate his entire career almost, but I'm not going to remove the fact that he is one of the most prolific and best stand-up comedians yeah. to ever live yeah. who happened to be a monster. That is the story. Right. It's kind of how like uh, America, we've got a very embarrassing history mm -hmm. and we're trying to sweep it all under the rug. Yeah. And instead of, and I, it's, it's not like I don't want like Robert E. Lee statues to be brought down. They should be fucking removed, but they should be placed in a museum that says, Hey, we used to honor fucking racists in this country. <laughs> yeah. Let's learn from that instead of hide that shit. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. No. And thank you for, for what you said, you know, about like getting started now. I think this, this podcast started in January, um, you know, and, and when it started, it's just, a, we we're starting a podcast. But we started to feel like, oh, we have a good product. Like yeah. this is something. This is something real. And I think now we see a vision of the future for it, right? And the fact that we're diligent about it. Like, yeah, we're gonna do it it's every clear. weekend. We're gonna do it whether we feel like it or not. Whatever's going on, we're gonna find a way to make it fucking happen. Also, stand up comedy. Like, we're naturally funny. And and something very wise that that Charles Allen said was like. Well, not wise, but it was a great analogy. It was, you know, being naturally funny is like being tall and, and wanting to play basketball. You sure. already got it. You yeah. just got to learn how the fundamentals. You got to start play basketball. now. Yeah. yeah. You have to start now because you're going to suck now mm -hmm. and you will be good soon. It's yep. just putting in the work. Yep. Everybody start where you, you might be getting laughs. But if I, if I were to see any of my performances within the first year, I would try to look at it objectively and be like, that was good effort. That was yeah. good enthusiasm, mm -hmm. but it would probably make me throw up hearing yeah. the things that I'm saying and thinking that that was a good, complete joke. And I'd be like, what the fuck was I saying back yeah. then? Yeah. My first set was about throwing up. Yeah. Oh, mine had a, mine, mine was <laughs> buttholes, nutsack, dick. This was, I did, I did. That's his first. It's going to be his first set. Of the most grotesque, like, potty humor the and it did stuff. well. And I was yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I still love dick jokes. I still, yeah. if it's good, it's good. Funny is oh, funny, yeah. especially if, especially when it's super not PC mm -hmm. funny is still funny to me. Uh, Ricky Gervais, mm -hmm. uh, David Carr, Alan Carr. It's like usually yeah. Jim Jeffries. Mm -hmm. It's usually European, Australian. It's usually these comedians that have a brutal cutting mm -hmm. sense of humor and nobody can escape it. Yeah. So they're going to tease every illness, every death, every world pandemic there. They'll make fun of it the day it happens. And I'm sorry, but if it's well-written, it's good. It's very fucking good. Yeah, There's absolutely. a joke I told that I felt like I almost got fired on Holland America, but I, uh, I was doing a, it was an adult show and they moved it to a smaller, like the average age on the ship was over 70 mm -hmm. and I, and they put us in a small lounge and I walk out on stage and I see nothing but old white people, white hair everywhere you look. And my opening joke was, uh, 
this is my first time performing for people that stormed the Capitol. <laughs> that's funny. They didn't say Objectively, they, that's a good joke. Did they like? No, dude. Oh, I performed shit. the next 35 minutes in silence. I was never interrupted by a single noise other than shuffling old feet and walkers oh, leaving. Shit. And the only reason they reacted that way is because some element was true. Right. But what I've always noticed from like rednecks and whatnot, like when I go up to Amarillo, Lubbock, mm -hmm. I can talk shit about everybody and they're down. It's kind of yeah. like being down in the valley. When you're down in the valley, talk shit about everybody yeah. and they love you for uh -huh. it. So it's like we're so over ourselves. We're over. Right. But again, this uh, politics have changed things. And if you're talking about either side, it alienates the room. It's just yeah. not the same. And I've always been willfully ignorant. I've never cared who's been president because I've never been in a position to need government assistance. Mm -hmm. So it all changed recently. <laughs> Yeah, yeah give it up for white privilege, baby. <laughs> Fuck that. No, we had food stamps. I had free insurance. No, no, no. We were poor growing up. I yeah. mean, as like, an adult, the, the I've never I know what you're saying because I'm, I'm yeah. always like, dude, whatever the fucking president does, really. It's not going to affect me. Keep me in the dark. Fucking, I don't need to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that, that's what you're that, saying. That's what's changed <laughs> yeah. is that I've never cared and always been willfully ignorant. And now I feel like I have to care. Otherwise, I'm not looking out for my... Uh, LGBTQ plus mm -hmm. friends, family, uh, any, any of my friends who are minorities, anybody who's in the struggle right now. And I'm like, my eyes kind of open to all of that. Mm -hmm. Like I was uh, very unique growing up where most of my friends were Latino and black. So mm -hmm. I would go to their houses and they were very together. They were very family oriented. They had yeah. dinner at the dinner table. They went to church together. None of that in my house. My house was very much a broken home. So I had the opposite. Like all the generalizations you would make, like the jokes, hacky jokes yeah. about other races, that was my house. My house was the house that you would make those jokes about. And going to my yeah. friend's house is like, this is a fucking family. This right. is like, they go to bed at bedtime and they have snacks and like, it was just a different yeah. environment. So I used to play in that space very comfortably. Uh, did you, um, when you walk around on the cruise ships, did you get noticed all the time? Yeah, yeah. that's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's as close to what fame I think would feel like. And it's the worst. I've, I I liked it. I felt it one time because I did karaoke. Yeah. Well, every time I went on a cruise ship, it would it would happen. You get recognized. I would do karaoke, and then you're just walking around and like, you're Jose from San Antonio. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Imagine <laughs> that weird. all day, every day for seven days. Yeah. And I do twenty plus annoying. weeks a year of cruise ships. It's just like it's awkward. What it's do you do? Awful. What do you do there when you're not like performing? Are you uh, like having a fucking blast too? Yeah, I'm a guest. I'm a guest entertainer. So I'm exactly like a guest. I have all the guest statuses. I can go to their nice restaurants. I can go watch the musicals, the plays, the jugglers, Dude. the ma magicians. Like it's world class entertainment. Like you're on there with some fucking ballers. And then I'm just telling like dick jokes. Mm -hmm. It's a it's a weird Hell yeah. dichotomy. But uh, I am a guest. The only difference is I occasionally have to tell jokes. Oh, so as nice. long as I show up in a pressed shirt with buttons and yeah. I'm on time, there's no question. Are you still incorporating music and dancing in your set? For sure. Yeah. Really? Definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Always, uh, always changing that up. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I do. Do you but. still use Michael Jackson? Uh, it depends. Like some places I go and they're like, yeah. will you do oh, this? Oh, really? I'm like, fuck yeah, I'll do whatever. Yeah, I think I, I got a handful. <laughs> I got a handful of a different ways that I open or close yeah. shows, but I'll, I'll close mm -hmm. on Beat It. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I work with this really, he is world-class, uh, Michael Jackson impersonator. Mm -hmm. His name is uh, Michael Knight. And 
he is sensational. And he saw my Michael Jackson beat it mm-hmm. bit where I kind of break down the music video of just like how ridiculous it is. Yeah. And he's like, I love that. I just want to, I just want to touch up some of the choreography. Oh, and I was like, yeah. And he just got down like all the little moves and the head yeah. twitches and he made it look so crisp. Just yeah. one hangout with him. <laughs> and now if I close on that joke, it's almost a guaranteed standing ovation Hell or at least yeah. a partial standing. Dude, ovation. he can dance, bro. <laughs> like, ah. It's fucking crazy. For a white guy, like I love uh, that. doing I love, but- <laughs> comedy, interpretive comedy, like to the music. It's fucking incredible it's, to watch, man. It's, uh, it's just unexpected when a, a dude that looks yeah, like a couch right. potato goes on stage and yes. just fucking <laughs> smashes single ladies and like I know the choreography. Doing all the leg kick. I act like it didn't just happen to him. I'm like, hey guys doing? Like just right into it. They're like, what the fuck just yeah, happened? Yeah, and then he's just going into his set. Like, what, what the fuck, dude? I, I, it started, it I started doing something like that early because the nerves you have before you go on stage are there. You feel like you're about to pass out. Like Mm -hmm. in the beginning, your heart rate's so high, your adrenaline's up. So that was a way for me to get over my nerves and to uh, speed up that get to know you phase. Mm -hmm. That was like a good greeting for audiences because it takes an audience five to 10 minutes minimum to decide if they like you or not. And likability cannot be undersold in performance. And so if I can turn that five to 10 minute window into 30 to 45 seconds of me looking like an idiot, I disarmed the whole room, guys like me, girls like me, and then I shit on everybody equally. And it's like, oh, good, we're friends. But it also helped me settle my nerves. Like rid of the nervous energy. Oh, for sure. Put it somewhere. That's what we saw uh, Mike Shields do the other night too. Yeah, he did. He came out with the dance and everything. I was like, what the fuck, Mike Shields? That was out of nowhere. I don't know if you know Mike Shields. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. MSP comedy. Yeah, Yeah. he's pretty reserved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) In person. And then he got, went up and we're like, what the fuck? We've had him on the podcast two times. He's never shown that type of energy. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. But he killed. He had a yeah. good set. Yeah, good. he did. <laughs> I feel bad. Uh, I told this story last night. Um, I love Michael Shields. He's gotten me into some gigs out there. All the tilted mug, all the mm-hmm. usual suspects. I've only had to cancel three gigs in my entire career. Mm-hmm. Entire 12 years. Um, but one was with him and it wasn't his fault. The venue, we were in Midland and I think I, I agreed to $500 and, and I don't, I wouldn't normally work for that rate. Uh, my rate is higher. And I, but he said, it's my, it's the first time in this restaurant. So they just want to see how it goes. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'll do it. Absolutely. Love you, Michael. And then I'm out there and I have my, my friends out in Midland. So I got things to do. My friend calls me like 30 minutes before the show. He's like, have you, have you been to the website of this restaurant? And I was like, no. He's like, they're selling these tickets for $50 a piece. I was like, what? And he's like, and I've got at least 40, 50 friends that have already bought tickets. And apparently they sold over 200 tickets at $50 each. Quick math, 10 grand. grand. And I'm getting 500. So I call Michael. I'm like, Michael, are you aware of what they're charging for tickets? He's like, I just found out. And I was like, well, out of respect for both of us, I hope you call them back and say, we're splitting it or we're not doing it. I don't think you should do this gig if they're not willing to pay you more, pay you for your time, your effort, yada, yada. And he's like, all right, I'll call him back. And then he called me back and he's like, yeah, we talked and something that she said made me understand. And he's just so nice that I was like, mm. 
Michael, they are taking advantage of you. This isn't between you and I. This is between them and us. And I want you to know that they're making 10 grand and we're going to walk away with 800 to split four ways. No, no, thank you. So if they're not coming up, then I'm off. Take me off. Like I hadn't even checked in the hotel they got me yet. I was like, I'll leave right now. I'll drive back to Austin. It's not a big deal to me. And then he's like, well, I guess I'm still going to do it. And I was like, I think you're making a mistake, but enjoy it. Yeah. Like, and like he and two other guys had to fill the whole show and they said they enjoyed it, but okay. what a fucking rip off. <laughs> that, like, yeah. I, that was just on morality uh, alone. Like you're yeah. pulling in 10 grand and you're, Oh, it's the first time we want to see how it goes. What is your overhead? $50 tickets. I'm yeah. not a $50 ticket. That's no matter what happens, like crazy. No, nah, it's gotta be a name, name, name for 50 wow. bucks. Like it better be someone I know about. Damn. I'm a, I'm morally opposed at every angle. Like I'm not even worth that. Stop it. That's crazy. Like the comedians did it for free for us last night, right? How much did we make off of that? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. We didn't make shit. <laughs> we didn't make shit off of that. We're actually in a, in a deficit. I thought that was really I thought that was really cool that that you know, actual comedians showed up. Like we, we just know them from them being on our podcast. Oh, you time. guys have a killer reputation yeah. out here. Yeah. Yeah. People know you guys. Dang, yeah, yeah. Great to hear. And I, and I <laughs> love hearing that you say that this product in this podcast, you, you see its potential, you oh, see it yeah. taken off. So mm-hmm. pedal to the metal, man. I know yeah. it sounds funny, but whatever you can do, whatever the consistency issue, whatever scheduling problems you have, make it a priority because mm-hmm. it'll be slow and hard to get people to follow and listen consistently. Right. And then out of nowhere, you'll just be like, yo, we just jumped a hundred subscribers. Yeah. At, oh, fuck. We jumped 250 subscribers. Mm-hmm. You just don't know when, yep. but consistency gets you there for sure. Yeah. We had our first viral, like we're at like 420,000 views on a, on a, on a reel with, yeah. with Omar Gooding. And like, we're just watching it every thousand. The first few days we were like, Holy shit. Okay, we're at 50,000. This is fucking crazy. Do you think we're going to get to 100,000 within the next hour? And like, we were betting and then yeah. it was happening. And it, just to see that part, like that's just a little glimpse Adrenaline of it. Adrenaline rush. Yeah, and it, it was, but it was also like, oh, okay. Like this is one reel. When this starts happening on a consistent basis, this is going to be insane yeah. and out of control in a good way. You know, and one of the things that I heard Rogan say the other day, uh, I think he... Um, um, there was that that musician guy, the redhead that he had yeah, yeah, on yeah. recently, um, Oliver some shit, Oliver Anthony. Um, he called him on the phone. He was talking to him because he started blowing up and he was like, man, things are getting crazy for me right now. And Rogan's like, the only piece of advice I can give you is don't take any deals right now. Those are all loans. That's all they are. You can do this shit. You have the talent. If you have the talent, you don't need to do anything. Just wait. Like just wait for your fucking moment and don't just... Don't just bite on the first thing that comes your way. The the money, you know, so you're gonna sell yourself out, and then, and then you're fucked. That's you know? priceless advice. Yeah, seriously. Because like, with with um, have you guys done stand up yet? I've I've I know done you it. Have. Yeah, I know you I'd have. once. Yeah. That's it. No. Like, shut up. Yeah. I, I legit just thought you were a comic. No. When we knew each other. I just assumed you were. No. In the well, um, when you start, your inclination is mm-hmm. to take any gig that's offered to you. Yes. Especially paying gigs. You're right. like, where is it? I don't care. I'm on yeah. my way. Yeah. And so I was stupid for years. I was driving to like the Michigan Canadian border for $400, <laughs> mm-hmm. no hotel. And then I was going to Worms, Nebraska for two twenty five, and they had a hotel. And then this one over here was 175 and I had to sleep on the owner's couch Damn. and I'd come home 
And if I counted the mileage, the food and everything, I lost mm. money. Wow. So I just took myself out of the game for right. five or six days of travel yeah. to not make any profits. And it took bringing my wife into the fold when she was just my girlfriend. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, I just booked a little run of three. And she's like, oh, cool. Tell me about it. And I'm like, I'm going here for this, here for this, here for this. And she'd go, one question. Uh, <laughs> what's the mileage? Okay. Okay. So that's okay. And then uh, fuel average cost. And then, no, you're not taking that. And I was like, what do you mean I'm not taking that? And she's like, you would have to sell like $2,000 in merch to make that worth your time. Wow. And I was like, what do you mean? And she broke it down. And I was like, you're fucking right. That's why I'm broke. The power of no, <laughs> the power of no. Like I remember just mm -hmm. on that day, I remember one of those gigs was offering me 400 and I, I replied with, uh, it would have to be 850 mm -hmm. to make sense. This one would have to be this. And they were like, okay. Wow. <laughs> I had never pushed back and the same thing's happening mm -hmm. with clubs right now. So between my schedule, I'm just very, very busy mm -hmm. so that my time has become more valuable. So the clubs that I really love, I want to do those clubs for the rest of my life for mm -hmm. personal relationships, but also the town I connect with. I have a good uh, fan base out there. And my rate has always been like, and you, when, when you guys start headlining clubs, if you guys are interested in comedy, I'll just assume that if that's something you're Very, into, yeah. when you stop, when you start headlining clubs, the typical weekend rate can be anywhere from like 800 bucks to 1200 bucks mm. for four to five shows. Okay. And I've always been like, yeah, sign me up. That sounds fantastic. Baby, I'm making $1,200. Yeah. Like, and it, it doesn't seem like that, that that's a bad thing, mm -hmm. but there are certain rooms where it's like you sell out four, four shows in a row. They're making, you know, well, well over right. 15, 20 grand on the weekend. And you're walking out with that amount. Well, now I just, I have a minimum that I'm trying to earn every single week. So mm -hmm. it, meets, it reaches my monthly amount that I'd like to hit. Mm -hmm. And so when clubs want to book me, my weekend rate is this. Yeah. And it's not, it's not crazy, mm -hmm. but it is an amount that I don't leave my house for less than this. Now I need this amount per week or I'm just not doing it. And every club's like, okay. And you don't know when that is going to happen. You don't know right. when that time comes. It's literally a timing and you kind of figure yourself out and your worth and, and your show gets better and better. And you're just like, you could blind at this point and I'm, and I'm still nowhere near where I want to be, but you could blindfold me and put headphones on my ears, lead me into a room onto a stage and take the blindfold off. And I could in two or three seconds assess the room age, demographic, yada, right. yada, and deliver a set for that room, that audience right now that would kill and appropriate for all of them. But it took yeah a lot. It took a lot of bombing. It took a lot of like, just because you suck. You yeah. suck and you don't know you suck. You're just enthusiastic. And then you suck less and less as you go on. Do you still do mics? <laughs> no. Never do mics? And, and nothing against them. I, yeah, I live in a small yeah. town. Uh, I don't know the scene yeah. in Wichita. I'd have to drive an hour to go do a mic. So yeah. every, uh, when I'm on, when, when I'm on a stage, I'm on stages nonstop. So I'll just throw in new jokes. That's when you're on working. Spot. That's my out. open That's mic. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's Mics crazy. are, yeah. they are what you put in. Uh, I started in Austin and it's a great place. Lots of creative writers, fucking funny comedians. Uh, I think I got burned out on open mics because people were running the same five to 10 minutes 
all oh, year right long oh, in preparation shit. for the funniest person in Austin. Oh, and then wow. if they didn't advance or win, they'd run that same set the whole next year and the whole next year. Wow. It, it got really like, it, it became less about a time to be creative and try new things. It was all about people getting like their nighttime television set honed in, but there was no nighttime television set yeah. in sight. They're just like, I'm going to be ready when it happens. And I'm like, no. why are we not being weird and experimental? This is where right. this is where you shouldn't be afraid of failure. And instead, yeah. they're coming out with their fucking choice nugs, every open mic, mm. crushing these rooms, looking like all-stars. And I'm like, yeah, but yeah, that's like you're, you're wasting an opportunity to kind of grow and become uncomfortable. That's where the yep. best art gets made. Yeah. Damn. A lot of talent out there, but yeah, no, I think I just got ruined on open mics. It became more about socializing, spending money on alcohol, hanging out too late. And I was (laughs) like, I get it, but I'm not, I'm definitely like I can make friends, Mm -hmm. but I'm, I'm definitely, I don't know. I'm probably more introverted than I might seem Mm -hmm. small groups. You guys are cool. You guys have been very cool, but like I'm more comfortable on stage where I can control the narrative, it, like it's a one-way conversation, and yes, uh, and that's fun. And then I can vanish. But then, like, if I'm in a small circle of people I don't know, I'm like, don't say something weird, don't alienate <laughs> these people, don't. Yeah, because I am, yeah. I've lost my ability to socialize. The more honest I get, yeah, I've been told, you know, a few times, it, you should be a stand-up <clears throat> comedian. Like one time, we were at the celebration for the Spurs winning the championship downtown, and we got an Uber, and I was just riffing in that Uber, just going, and she was like boy, are you a stand-up comedian or what? And I was like, no. She's like, well, you should be. God damn. Like, you're funny as fuck. And I'm, I'm like, yeah. That I never, never put my mind to it. It's just, we've always just been naturally funny with each was other. Was she black? She was. Was mm-hmm. that good? Was that good? Yeah, you gave awesome. it away. Gave it, yeah, gave it away, trying, bro. <laughs> Jesus. I was trying. Um, and the, the girl that I mentioned, Michelle Cantu, she's, she's becoming very, very popular in San Antonio because Check she's ass. like, uh, rightfully so. Yeah. Um, she reached out randomly a few weeks ago and was like, Hey, do you or flaws want to do, you know, stand up comedy for your first time? And, um, I'm like, uh, I wasn't really thinking about it, but you know, um, I know that he has been and she's like, okay, well, you know, it's, it's a pizza place and it's a family uh, restaurant. So it's got to be clean. And I'm like, ah, he's Woo! not going to do it. So I tell him, he's like, nah, I can't do oh, clean comedy. That's <laughs> impossible first assignment. But I was like, I felt like she's asking for a reason and, and she's, she's kind of a big time comedian. This would be a great opportunity to be your first, that's your first gig. And it's 25 bucks you're going to make, like you're going to get paid the first time you do comedy. Yeah. That's ever. not normal. That's yeah, not normal. It's not normal. Yeah, and it has cool. to be a clean set. Right. And I walk in and it's like old white people. And I'm like, Oh no, this is going to be rough. But it was, it was a good, it was a really good set. It, I mean, it yeah. got a really good reception. Yeah. Right. But for me, I was like, that was just a story. I was just telling the story. Do we, right. Are we getting food today? No, not today. No, not today. Oh, damn. Uh, damn. What a shame. Um, so, because I have a disorder. I have an eating disorder. <laughs> so that's, that was the whole set was um, I'm super picky. Like I don't eat chicken. I don't like chicken at all. And so um, I won't try new food. And it's just like something I, I just can't put sure. it in my mouth. It's like jumping yeah. off a fucking cliff. Um, You're so, definitely on the spectrum somewhere. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> so I, I have I, a friend who only gang, ate like gang. macaroni and cheese, uh-huh. chicken nuggets, 
and not really much like yeah. like she'd have like string cheese. Like those were the three items that she yeah. would eat. On and pizza and hamburgers, plain hamburgers. That's you know, funny. And, yeah, yeah. and it's very you basically limited. Your your diet stopped developing when you were like five. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Whatever 100%. was on that high chair tray, you're like, yep. that's me forever yes. now. <laughs> yeah. So also we started. You segment. have the same diet as the Ninja mm. Turtles, bro. <laughs> yes, dude. 100%. Those were my, I got, those were my uh, idols, bro. Dude. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to meet an April O'Neil and like settle down uh, do with her. Do you think Donatello would eat this? <laughs> yeah. Get it away no. from me. Is this anchovies? <laughs> what is this not. vegetable? So we started a segment where, um, you know, they, at first it started where they would have to bring me something that I've never eaten. And that's pretty much anything. And I would have to eat it on the podcast. Fun. And now we have an actual chef. And his whole life mission now, he's like, it's I can't stop thinking about you. He's like, I can't stop. Like, I'm thinking, I'm thinking four or five weeks ahead of what, because I already, he already has it all laid out what he's going to be making me. And he brings me like, he brought me um, two wraps, right? right? And he was like, I'm not going to tell you what's in them. You just got to eat it. And I can't, I don't eat greens at all. Um, the crunch of the onions is like, oh. And God. then now your body type makes less sense than it did before. You're living on the fattiest, yeah. trashiest food. I should look like him. A rail. I agree. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> That's the second time though. Now no. it feels personal. You know, it, like. No, trust me. This is everyone. This is life. He's actually being like, he's yeah. being nice, I think, because he went so hard last I night. Did, hey, I did. Wow. Every, everybody else at this table finds you terribly attractive. No. 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 Nope. no. They're lying. <laughs> We talked I about think, it. I, we were all nervous <laughs> to be in your presence. I think today. it's amazing you got that beautiful beard and then he's sitting there with that one. This one, yeah. <laughs> Gross. I yeah. like where you've grown it. Your body grows it exactly where your jawline stops. It's yeah. crazy it's because these Lincoln. are genuine. Like It's like, you know, when like Michelle can too was complimenting him and I thought he felt kind of fake. He's being genuinely oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting to know you guys. I'd it's like the, to start off on this. It's the, the Abe Lincoln. <laughs> Yeah, you should get shot in the head. The gabely gone. (laughs) Gone. Wow. Dude, that was a funny ass fucking meme that said Aaron Rodgers had more plays than Abraham Lincoln. Three more plays. Oh, that's so funny. That's fucked up. Rocks, bring up the Beans Eats reel or not the reel, the video on the, the channel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So he brought raps. I, I, I had to eat it. And I bit into it and I was gagging the whole time. And then the next week he brought egg rolls. So I didn't know what was in the egg rolls, but it was genius because he's like, so I got, I caught on. It was the crunch of the greens that made you gag. So I, I, and I, you like fried shit. Obviously that's all you eat. He's like, so I gave you a fried egg roll to kind of silence the crunch there or, or, you know, what, what meat was in it? Um, it first one, it was three. One was a tofu. The other one was chicken, some shit, right? Uh, no? One was yeah. vegan. One was pure vegan. Which one of your videos it's, has it's the most like, views? Uh, Eliza. Eliza 1K. Okay, okay. Yeah. Was I think I know why. Yes. Yeah, uh, Kim Kardashian shared her... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Kim Kardashian like shared her one of her um, TikTok videos. TikTok oh, how fun! Yeah, she she's like she used to work at Whataburger and she used to just make videos of loving working at Whataburger when everybody hates work their job. Um, yeah, yeah, she loved it. But we got um, whatever you like. Dude. But he told me to man up. <laughs> I was like, it doesn't have nothing to do with being a man. Man, this guy's really shaking. 
reaction he gets. This is the most That's brilliant how bad segment. It is. Dude, it's like jumping off a cliff. I wish this was every episode. Plane, like, I thought wait, it was it's it's supposed to be every episode. Oh, yeah. oh, it's not that last this week. This week it was because you were going to do it for like, the roast. She's like, as soon as he opened oh. it, he had a family she's emergency. She's like, also. you could just see oh. him just fucking freeze the fuck up. I agree. Yeah, the first time I did it, they're like, you're really playing it for the camera. And I'm like, I'm not playing it. I don't, I'm scared. I don't like doing this I don't like standing anything right here judging yeah. me. So they brought me sushi one time and it was cold sushi and they let it sit out so by the time aye, it got aye, to aye. me it was spoiled sushi El Chefe that's yeah. funny yeah, that's, that's so brilliant God damn it. in exchange I just redid his logo oh you never go with the dark bean one, seats yeah racist <laughs> and I don't even have any coke I was gonna ask you to pick up some cocaine cola Oh my god. Yeah, this is this is I'm I need water or some shit. It's not that I need anything, it's that I'm stalling. Yeah. You have to put in a glass. It's not good. You can see his jaw clench. His whole body is changing yeah. colors. Like, yeah. you, you went from brown to now you're pink. You're like really upset. Yeah. Oh, you got that dip on it too. It's so it's good. Back. Yes, it's um, it's <laughs> supposed to be good. I mean, it, it, if I liked food, it would be good. It's a lot of buildup. Sorry. I just want you to try so many things now. I know. That's what the chef is like. He's like... He's massaging his throat, so he's, he's ready to... Like, you've never had pork belly tacos. You've never had... I would eat pork belly. You just need some... Elotes? No. No. It's good. Fucking rappers and Antonio together. That is one of the best I know. I want to like that shit. Even though I'm trying this stuff, I just have to take one bite. That doesn't mean I'm liking any of this. Have you ever had, like, burnt burnt end brisket just yeah, the, like the burnt, the burnt ends, i would yeah. eat that yeah, oh i would good. love that yeah yeah i'm i'm all about beef yeah that was it um, that was the climax it went and no there wasn't a climax you haven't put it in your mouth yet. <laughs> the episode that i'm producing <laughs> i i actually liked the food the <sighs> the second uh Dish that he got me. I'm gonna do it, I and promise. I didn't think I was gonna like Dude, it. This is my kink shit. And I was like, you fucking trying to put stuff in my mouth. <laughs> Fuck yeah, <laughs> It usually helps the guy. And then we found that the the Lord of the Rings music really helps me. So we didn't think that it was like get it down. No, right there. Let's go, bro. Just throw it in your mouth. <laughs> ain't never been no bitch. Every week I'm a bitch. Ooh, that was a nice crunch, though. Oh, that was a nice You got crunch. a nice crunch to that. <laughs> oh, it's not that bad. Look, he's not, he, he's not, like... Regurgitating it. He doesn't have that cringe look on his face. Shout out, Rox. <laughs> stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of effort that's taking you. It wasn't the way it was your fucking voice. That <laughs> 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 made me sick. <laughs> if I look at you, I might finish on... <laughs> <laughs> He's got it cheeked. Yeah, it was. Oh, that's torture hard. now. Now it's sad. That it's music hard. made it sad. I know it did. It turned it into a drama from a comedy. <laughs> oh, you're yeah. watching a man survive something. 
That was delicious. <laughs> that's got to that's gotta like take a little jab at the chef too. He's like, but I really tried. <laughs> I know. I keep that's apologizing to him. I'm like, this is the worst advertisement for your food, bro. Yeah. Like, why would you do this? I think, I think just bring enough for everybody so that you yes. can see how yeah. normal so people. I usually eat it, yeah. Yeah, she got like, the video. This off, fucking slams. Like, I would, uh, yeah. Yeah, he eats it, but like he'll eat anything. So I guess that's not even good too, because I'm, like he's going to like it. I'm going to shout out a restaurant uh, mm-hmm. that I was just in Kingsville and I performed at a restaurant called uh, Elena's Cocina y Cantina. Mm-hmm. And dude, everything, them out now. everything I got from their kitchen was amongst the best I've ever had. Really? Everything. They took Tex-Mex? Their, they, yeah. No, I mean, it's like, yeah, yeah. But it's, okay. I would say it's more genuine Mexican food. It's more authentic. Oh, shit. But like they had a pork belly taco and then they had some really interesting stuff. Like I got a combo of three tacos, but it was like Korean barbecue, mm-hmm. uh, pork belly, and then some kind of uh, chicken bacon ranch. Mm-hmm. It's fucking wild. Damn. And then the, even their beans and rice. You can tell if it's a good Mexican restaurant by the beans and the rice. That is the building block. Yeah. And if the rice doesn't it's have like, peas. Oh, they were both perfect. They were both seasoned and cooked perfectly. And I'm like, when you're excited about the things that most people forget about, that lets me know how much attention you paid to everything else. It's true. It was phenomenal. So Damn, if you're in Kingsville, Lucina. you got a place. Yes. Don't take your weed there. Oh, no, you can take it there. You just yeah, can't don't take get it away. Oh yeah. No, 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 no. There's no border check there. You're good. That's true. Yeah, but yeah. they stopped me. Oh yeah. Yeah. I guess don't be st- don't be an idiot. Yeah, that's true too. <laughs> yeah, I don't speed in a construction zone. Yeah. Dude, how do I remember that? That was like 15 years ago, 17. Right? Years. Our brains, I was telling him Fuck. the other day, it's weird that like our brains remember so much shit. Like mm-hmm. you could you could remember a song that you haven't like heard in like 10 years, but if it comes on, you just automatically know every, every single word. fucking word dude, that's yeah. fucking weird dude no, think think about uh, here's the here's <laughs> here's what my brain holds on to it anytime i might have i felt like i was unfairly rude to mm-hmm. someone that's always in here for the rest of my life really there was one time in in high school i feel like i kind of crossed the line and and talk to my friend like very sternly i just mm-hmm. i felt like i was being disrespected so i came strong with what i said and and then I've I've hated myself wow. for that moment. If I ever see him again, I'm gonna put my arms around him and be like, "What the fuck was I talking?" He probably doesn't even think about it. Wow. But yeah. Like the yeah. the weight, or I could have helped, or uh, <laughs> there there was a. Uh, I I have like deep regret when I when I drive past someone and I I see they have a flat tire on the side of the road yeah. and I know I can be helpful in this scenario yeah but I I have somewhere to be I just like I'll for the next thirty to forty five minutes I've ruined my mood yeah and where my brain is and <laughs> uh, so when I can stop it's like it fuels my soul for sure damn didn't we talk about that the other day about. Mm-hmm. Stopping helping people, and yeah. you don't. I don't do that anymore. But I used to like always do that. But I. Don't. If you ever, this is true. If you ever feel like your emotional bank account is empty, it's drained, it's overdraft. Mm-hmm. The way to fill it back up to recharge your battery is to give to anyone else, anyone that mm. needs. And I don't mean financially, but just holding the door for someone, carrying groceries. Let me help you pack up if you have to move yeah. to your new apartment. It's just giving your time to someone else's difficult time or a time of need. And I swear it's like the ma- it's a magical way, the return on investment. And that's not why you do it. Yeah. But if you're in the dumps, you're at the bottom, that's the quickest way to get back to the top and be like, shit's not as bad as I thought. Not even close. Do you, um, do you have neighbors? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. I was just wondering, cause it's, I picture this 
church, like church? just in the middle, like yeah. this oh, no, fucking I, oh, I can't. painting. I, I was yeah. like, I'll show you a picture. I can't. <laughs> Why? Oh, it's on your phone. It, actually, if you, have, okay. if you have Instagram pulled up, you can see it. It's a small, little, manageable church. Uh, go to, it's a different Instagram page. I'm sure I have it posted up here somewhere, but. Just hit search to, uh, I was going to call you Tutu. Right. And then uh, saving grace dot 1908. Your house has That's its us. own Instagram page? Yeah. Wow. What? Wow. That's your house? Yeah. We, my wife has turned it into a green Oh, my yeah. God. That's an 18-foot-tall hand-painted memorial window that predates our building by 50 years. It was in Salina, Kansas, in a different church that they had to tear down, so they donated the windows to one of their sister Episcopal churches. Y'all's bed is where they baptize kids? Dude, that's, <laughs> that's, where, that's, where, that's where the priest, that's where they used to have the... What do you even call it? Sermon. Yes, it is. And the choir would sit up there. We got our bed there. Jesus is at the other end of the church. Watching you Directly into my asshole when we have no. sex. <laughs> That's badass, dude. Dude. That's Orso. He is living the oh. American dream. It's a cute little man. It's a it's a manageable size for sure. That's Wu-Tang. That's Guinness. Does the sky get very starry at night? Oh, look at that with when it snow snows. It. I just mean it's a it's a wonderful oh, place to spend time. It's a really nice place to be. It's got good energy. I'm so happy for you. Thanks, man. Damn. It's definitely I feel very lucky. Absolutely. Yeah, I look at it at night. That lights up. That's what it looks like at night for us. Really? Yeah. Let text my wife. We're buying a church, honey. You got a <laughs> and got a badass deal. Like it's it's Damn. incredible what you can find. if you. How long have y'all been there? Uh, over two years. Like, look at that. That was hand-painted in 1870. So your house has a parking lot? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 uh, the direct parking lot, it only holds like six or seven cars, but street parking. I oh, guess is that Jesus easy. watching your butthole? Yeah. <gasps> Holding a lamb. He's not looking. He's like, no, no, I'm not no. looking. But he's looking. What if one day like, you look <laughs> back? What if one day you look back and he was looking? All right, <laughs> and he's got that stick that he's holding, and he's just like ready to poke you right in the butt with it. That's so cool, man. That is dope, dude. That you just like I don't even think like before today I would have never thought people buy churches and then live in them. My I grandma never that. bought a church and she turned it into a bar. That's and kind of the same, yeah. Yeah, and dope. she called it La Iglesia. The bar was named the church in Spanish. Where are you going? I went to church. And then she she went to prison because she was actually housing um, immigrants and illegal aliens on her land. That's awesome. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> That's badass, dude. Oh so yeah, it's not popular yet. Um, what is that middle picture though? Is that there at your house? The, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Of y'all two. Oh no, we're in. Uh, we might be on a oh, cruise, cruise ship, ship, or we might be in Vegas. I'm not sure. Uh does your, does your wife go with you? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She joins me. Oh, all the time? Uh, just as often as she can. Now she's, oh, cool. she recently started working for Wichita State as a conference coordinator, uh -huh. which is like big events mm -hmm. that she plans. So her schedule got a lot less open, but mm -hmm. it we, we have a second income now and yeah. we're like feeling the benefits of that mm -hmm. immediately. So for like the last uh, seven years, we were just, working on comedy money, doing just fine. Yeah. And then I switched agents 
and uh, money got, whenever you change agents, mm-hmm. things slow down because it's like you have to be reintroduced mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. the booking and all that just took some time to get back on board. And so she went and grabbed a job and then my bookings went back to normal. And now we're just like, this is nice. Like yeah. having two stable incomes, mm-hmm. like where we're basically debt free which is nice. Like wow. as a comedian, you just might have to prepare yourself just to carry debt for a long time. <laughs> That's the truth. Is I'm used to it. Because there's no money in comedy that that unless you make it to a good level, there's no way to pay off those yeah. debts. But but now we've chipped it all down. And Does she uh, think you're funny? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah no. The, I always tell her you don't have to, like we go to shows, I'm like, you don't ever have to watch my shows. You know yeah. that. And she's like, but I do still genuinely make her laugh because even though they're the jokes I've been telling for a while, I still never tell them the exact same every time. I'm, yeah. I'm telling this audience tonight and I'm telling it so it feels spontaneous and brand new. So in those moments and not having a blueprint that I have to follow, I know what the story was. I fucking lived it. So I'm going to tell this audience tonight how I feel about that story tonight. So it feels yeah. like it's fresh. It's off the cuff. And sometimes it's fun to catch her off guard. I can hear her cackling in the back. but. <laughs> It's laughing like me when Rich fell. She's, fun, she's <laughs> so fun. She's funnier than me for sure. Like wittier. Uh, Cause all the time now she gets really disappointed when I don't get her jokes. She'll say something and I'll just like keep driving. She's like, you missed a really good joke. And I was like, what? Oh, that is funny. And Dang. we're jaded. So when something is funny, we say that's funny. Yeah. It's not meant to be offensive, but people right. are like, well, why didn't you laugh? And I'm like, no, it was funny. It's funny, baby. I just wasn't listening. I'm a bad listener. Is she a comedian as well? No, 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 no. She no. doesn't do it at all? Never. Wow. She doesn't want to either because she's married to a comedian. And anytime mm-hmm. you've heard of like couples and comedy and then one starts to do comedy, they think mm-hmm. it's because of the other one. Um, or like her her gigs would all be booked because of me yeah. kind of thing. And she's like, no, I don't want any of that scrutiny. She doesn't have any interest, but she is exceptionally funny. That's hilarious. And she gives me a great point of view. So like after a show... She'll be like, hey, that joke, it's funny. But when you said this, it threw people off. Try it this way. Oh, like, wow. Oh, yeah, just to give me like a non-comics view of yeah. how it's being received. And that's useful because I have no idea how they see me. Damn. <laughs> well, shout out to your wife, man. Um, is I think y'all have y'all have a great thing uh, together. I've, I've watched it from far, like I said. I assumed that you went away, you know, quite a bit from her. That's why I was like, dang, man, I'm she holds it down. Yeah. You yeah. Know, it's a little bit like a military relationship. Yeah. And, but you all still have it, what you can see from the, some from social media was that you still have that closeness and it's genuine. Like your comments to him were genuine. It kind of translates in y'all's social media that it's genuine. It's not what a lot of couples do is they're posting all their good times yeah, on yeah. social media, but you know, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you know, no. it, most of my relationships <clears throat> work um, like anything, but it's like I said, I'm grateful to be able yes. to be in a position to work at something. I'm grateful yeah. to be in a position to help that church last another hundred years. I'm putting myself of just being constantly grateful Mm -hmm. for what is being offered. Like I'm, it doesn't, it's not lost on me at all. The opportunities and and the position we're in. That's awesome. We appreciate you coming. Dude, thanks for having me. I was looking forward to this. Damn. Honestly, when you said, can we move it to noon? Yeah. I was like, I was so sleepy. I I was, I was just waking up my, I set my alarm at nine so that I could get ready and leave by 10 and get here by 11. And he's like, you want to come at noon? I was like, Oh fuck yes. News. (laughs) Perfect. Good. And thank you for your patience with the, with all those delays. 
Um, yes, for sure. Yeah, I don't want to take too much two time. two hours. Yeah, yeah. that's Hell good. Yeah. We, we try to go three hours, but I want to cut it down because we had that whole delay and then we still got to transfer that shit. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, thank you so much, John. What do you yeah. have coming up? Well, how can they find you on the socials if you want them to find uh, you? Go to johnstringer.com, J-O-N-S-T-R-I-N-G-E-R.com and all my social media is there. Awesome. Yes, thank you, John. Thank, thank you for you coming. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and sure we try to not um, let it be known that you were here. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. You appreciate it. Well, that's what he asked for. Yeah. What do you mean? Um, just act like you're not here. You just we're just doing oh, a podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He yeah. forgot. He's like, that was two hours ago. No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, you purposefully did not tell people that I was joining your podcast. Am I canceled? What did I do? Get back at the castle, pull on tuck at these odds won't battle. They gon' eat shells, I'ma feed them ammo. Barrel got big knife, kinda bit Rambo. Pour another cup, baby, go ahead, smoke some weed Hit that telegram, yeah, you know I got what you need I love all my hoes, I never been no Let's go Are we good? Are we in? We're in We're totally in the frame Yes, sir <sighs> Mike, check Oh, here you go And I feel like I gotta get away, get away All okay. right Okay, okay I won't do that again for another year What's that? Mm-hmm. Be, oh Be that unprepared Hey, put your eye to this Does that look like a decent shot? Perfect shot. No, but his eye usually sucks because he's got a discerning like, is that eye good? for detail. And then, and then I no, it's really good. It's sharp, and I got it oh, on. Y'all don't trust me. No, I hate Beans being doesn't untrust. trust anybody. Is yeah, what it is. I hate being untrusted. That's really good. That's what I. <laughs> <laughs>